0: We are the Bros Who Think Network, and you're tuned in to Anime Talk. Enjoy. De Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Hashtag Anime Talk. This is episode 32. I'm your host, Mr. Linden Burton, joined as always by my co-host, Mr. Krissa S.J.E. Krissa, the people, yo, shout out to the fans. I got to shout out to the people right quick because they have been asking on Twitter. They've asked on SoundCloud, Facebook. When are the anime talk boys coming back? And ladies and gentlemen, we are back from our break. And yeah, anime talk is back. So the people have been asking for us, Chris.
1: Man, it feels like forever. Because it's like when you think about it, when we drop every two, like every two weeks, four
0: weeks is like a month. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, no, it's been since before the week before MechaCon. Because we sure. were supposed to we were supposed to release on MechaCon week. We took the break to go to MechaCon. And yeah, because we didn't we didn't release till the week before like two weeks before MechaCon. Because yeah, that, right. that was the last episode. You right? Because we were supposed to release on MechaCon Week. Speaking of MechaCon, shout out to everybody that came up to us, that talked to us at MechaCon. Shout out to all the people. I believe we have some fan clips of questions we asked fans, but if if not, I still I just want to say thank you to everybody. Did you enjoy yourself at MechaCon?
1: I had a blast, because that was my first convention I ever went to. And uh it made a it made a lasting uh impression on cons. Like I ain't gonna lie. I didn't think conventions. And I, I had a feeling convention was gonna be like this, and this is a slight work one, but I didn't think it was gonna be this crazy. Like yeah. when I turned to my left, I saw cosplayers. When I turned to my right, I saw cosplayers. When I looked for somebody who wasn't cosplaying, it was somebody in like the dopest anime drip like of all time. Real, it, it was crazy. I feel like I linked up with a lot of different weaves. And just a lot of different uh nerds. Cause it wasn't just strictly anime fans over there. It was majority. Game fans. It was like 90% anime fans. But I ain't gonna lie, the people who I linked up with, I made a lot of connections, networking, and also made a lot of uh friendship. I'm looking to i I'm looking forward to seeing a few people when I go back over there. And just uh plus, you know I'm a merch nigga. Yeah. So just going in that merch fucking, it's like a plethora. I feel like it was in a mall of anime merch for a quick second. You know oh, no, if I
0: you're mean? an anime fan, like, I literally was, I told my girlfriend when I got back, I was like, damn, I wish I could have got, like, six figures. Like, they were like a Luffy figure I wanted, a Deku figure I wanted, a Naruto figure, they, they had everything. Like, if you're a, a Yusuke figure, I was like, this stuff is beautiful, man. they like, it it. I will crazy. say this, anime cons are amazing for, like, anime fans and people who really love anime because it gives you a place where I know in your normal day-to-day, you might not have someone you can talk to about liking One Piece. But there, you'll find someone that likes One Piece. You'll find someone that likes Naruto. You'll find someone that likes the obscure, etchy shit that you like or the obscure slice of life or even the obscure action. They're just anime fans galore there. I saw
1: people cosplaying as people who I would never expect. It's to the point where I can't even name you somebody because it's somebody who is so obscure that I would never think somebody would Like I saw Shin-Chan. Damn, you saw Shin-Chan? I I didn't even see Shin-Chan. I saw Shin-Chan. Bro, I saw some dope cosplayers. Uh, I'm trying to forget. I'm trying to remember their name. I know I I follow a couple of them on Instagram, but uh, there was one dude out there. Like the first day, like I think it was Friday. I think it was. Yeah, it was the first day. It had to be Friday. Yeah. But uh, dude, cosplayed as Stain, bro. As oh, I didn't see no stains. That nigga was one of the coolest fucking cosplayers because his costume was like so accurate, like
0: real. That's like the Kakashi I saw. His was pretty with his. Silver hair and even had the uh, Sharingan and the thing closed. His was pretty far. I saw a
1: dope use kid you too.
0: Real, but that's lit, bro. We
1: shot like uh, we the first day we had shot the video from uh my simpai song. So like I was trying to like uh be on the floor, uh trying to reach out to as many people. Be like, hey, you want to be in the video? Come get in the video. Hop in the video. Let me let me just do a quick clip with you, like in your cosplay. So I got a bunch of people. Like I got a bunch of videos with a bunch of people. But I tried to pick like some of the the best, the best cosplayers. One, yeah. and I didn't get nearly as many as I saw, like, I saw probably a, a good 100 of the best cosplays I've ever seen in in life, like, being online or offline, I've seen some of the best cosplay there, but I only got, like, maybe, like, 10, 15 people on, on footage, but it was just fun being there and just seeing that, like, having that energy around me, like how you said, you move around in real life, and the motherfuckers, you can't necessarily wear a fucking Shin Chan shirt and everybody see it and know what the fuck that is. But yeah. the motherfuckers, it might be one person in a, in a room full of like 20 people who will see your shirt and be like, ah, yeah, that no point, and yeah. So. And then you might be able to link with that person. But out there, it was like normal. It was, it was like, I, I didn't feel like the odd man out. I felt like at home.
0: Yeah, it felt like the community, 100%. Also... Yo, you said something about Senpai. Ladies and gentlemen, Chris's album, Weeb God, just dropped. Round of applause. Yes, last, is last time we talked. We will definitely go into it because I told you we'll talk about it. This will be... The quasi interview because it's not gonna be on the main show. Be, I'll plug that we'll, later. we'll talk about it at the end of the show because I want to ask him some questions. Of course, mm-hmm. gotta get in my interview bag. But until then, let's get into anime talk because we got a lot to go over, a lot to review. Bro, I'm so We've excited. Been, we haven't talked about Demon Slayer. It's been three episodes, maybe even four at this point. Fire Force has been three. It's been a hot little minute. Thou- and the way we're gonna do this, we're just gonna cover. Like I'm gonna just say the episodes we're gonna review, like talk about, and we're just gonna cover the main points of for those sure things. Sure. Like we're not gonna inter- inter- uh, review each episode separately. Man, we're gonna talk about the arc.
1: You already said it, but I gotta stress, bro, how excited I am to do
0: this because, like,
1: four weeks is a long. Yeah, it's been time. it's been too
0: long, ladies and gentlemen. I, like, even though I do the Bros Who Think podcast weekly, I do Bros Who Binge weekly. I help on Prime Time every here and there. Miss, I miss doing the show. Like, I love talking to you guys about anime. I love the community. And like I said, shout out to everybody who asked when the anime talk boys are coming back. We are back. And with that being said, let's get into story one. While we were gone, My Hero Academia, Hero Rising, dropped a trailer. We also have list on the crew. The director is Nagasagi Kenji. The character designer is Umakoshi Yoshihiko. The screenwriter is... Kuroda Yusuke, music is by Hayashi Yuki and the creative supervisor of course is Horikoshi. And this is the description of the movie. The story takes place on a cold winter night where the snow battle between heroes unfold without knowing Without without else knowing, something quietly wakes up and leaves the area. During that time, Deku and the other students of UA Academy Class 1A are told by the retired number one hero All Might that they will be part of a project to raise the next generation of heroes. They are sent to do hero work for a short time at a warm island in the south of Japan. Deku and the others busy, they have time to relax as well. However, this calmness is soon to be disturbed as villains suddenly make their appearance on the island. One by one, they begin begin destroying the facilities around the island and the one who commands them goes by the name of nine that night something awakens There, deku and bakugo and the rest of class a members will need to combine their strength to overcome the villain nine why does nine attack this island can deku and other class heroes protect the citizens of the island against the villain nine uh How do you feel about this trailer, the description? Are you ready for the My Hero Academia movie? Man, like I was saying, I was saying like
1: right before we recorded, bro. I was like, man, this is one of them fucking them movies. That's all I had to hear was my hero movie? All right, check. where where, where can I buy the pre-sale tickets? You know what I'm saying? Like I need that, I need to see that. And just the shit that I've been hearing, like people talk about, like how my heroes uh maybe coming to a close soon and all kind of stuff of that nature, and just Hitting what the um and my hero is a fucking franchise ain't
0: yeah ain't like I going. feel like if if anything it's the begin the end of the beginning part of the story yeah we are gonna get to the shippuden and I feel
1: like we may even have something after shippuden like I feel like we may have adults or even
0: a spinoff another spinoff
1: just because I feel like with my hero so far we, with the show we haven't been getting much filler we're all
0: killing no filler. Uh, and Sean and Jump realizes That we are in a superhero boom They are not about to let this franchise That blew up in America Dissipate So here, here Coach you better be ready Because yeah, sure, they about to push him To the older limits right. like, he, go, like, he, he is not about to end Anytime soon He is the new And the thing is People
1: hate to admit it Because uh, when you look on Twitter There's nothing but like One Piece Naruto stands like hating on niggas for my like in My Hero, yeah, yeah. for fucking with My Hero and just calling you know Horikoshi like goat Koshi and shit like that. And the thing about it is, he deserves all the praise he gets. You can't say he's better than Toriyama, Oda, Kishimoto because he's just not there yet. But the thing is, he's the new generation's goat, you can't take that from him. There's no competition as far as okay, well, let me not say that because now we got hella competition, but. He's, he's still at the top, though. I'll give him that. And he, he, he deserves to be there because he's put out enough content and the content has been quality. Like I'm saying, it's mostly a killer, no filler. And why I say that we could get a My Hero Academia and may have a My Hero uh, series sequel and have maybe another one is because I look at shows like Naruto and it had a sequel series and then Dragon Ball having a sequel series and Z and another one with Super. It's like all those shows had a certain amount of filler. All those shows were drawn out uh, to a certain extent. And I feel like the pacing in My Hero is one of the best pacings we have. And you know, cause
0: how old is the series? It, I believe it came out in 2016. Like shit's going yeah, crazy. Like, bro. I like, think. It, yeah, I'm pretty sure it came out in 2016. If I'm not mistaken, let me Google it. But it's I, been out for a minute. I feel like because it's been
1: out for a minute. But when you think about the run of Naruto, One Piece, and Dragon Ball, they've had like 10 plus, 20 plus year runs. And this is not even past the five, six year mark. You know what I'm saying? So when we say that, he's came a long way in a short time. He surpassed all of his competition. His fans and the fandom is getting on people's nerves because they think he surpassed the GOATs. But at the end of the day, that's a good sign. It means he's doing great. There are already two movies in. One of the first movies is a classic for me. And the second movie is undeniably something I have to see, no matter what the trailer's gonna say, no matter what the description say. It's one of those ones where it's I heard that there was a movie coming. I heard the title and my my butt is in the seat. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, and a lot of shows can't do that. A lot of shows have been around for 10, 20 years and ha- can't do that for me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I imagine if Naruto, one of my favorite shows of all time, said, hey, we're dropping a new Naruto movie. Uh, it's coming to the theaters, not just in Japan, but in America, not just in America, but in Lafayette, you can go see it, Chrisa." I'll be mm-hmm. sitting there like, I got to see the trailer.
0: It started in... It has been weekly serialized in Shonen Jump since 2014. The first, I guess, volume, yeah, it's from the original run is from 20, July 17th, 2014 to now. So that's so how long it's been M- So summer 2014, summer 2019. Yeah, so yeah, that's like what, 2014, 2015, We 2016, still at the 10 year mark yet. And they got my butt in they're the seat. At, they're at five to, five to six years right now. That's not bad. Yeah. And so, so yeah, they're just at that's five, or just, than I just at it. six.
1: That's longer. That's a little longer than I thought, but it's just long enough to where it's like, okay, nah, you can't deny him. that he's the goat of the new generation because Black Clover's been around since fifteen. I, I really like I feel like Black Clover came out right after my hero. Yeah, and it's just it's not there. So. It's
0: nope. Like, neither fans will say
1: that. Oh, but bro, we can't even fucking <laughs> Morito.
0: The manga, we could talk about that. The anime. Yeah, get that shit out and of here. even the manga, we can't put in the same category. And to even and the Sam. Seven Deadly Sins people who are always like, no, that's part of the new Big Three. Get, no, bro, it's yeah. not. I
1: seen somebody get shut down on Twitter the other day because they was like, oh, the
0: old Big Three. And then they showed
1: the new Big Three. And it's like, all right, sit the fuck down. I know you didn't just put Meliodas, fucking yeah. Asta, <laughs> and Deku. We're going to give it a little while because I like the fact that a, a few episodes ago, we talked about the, the new faces of Shonen and who has potential to be the new face of Shonen because...
0: Uh Tanjiro's making a push right now. Bro, Tanjiro's like, I remember you had him like at like fourth or fifth, and I was like, nah, bro, Tanjiro's like third or second right now. I ain't gonna and lie. I was like "I got like I'm he's
1: the boy. Like, I'm I'm gonna touch on this a little more later. But as of right now, my favorite character in Demon Slayer is Inosuke. But at first, I was kinda underwhelmed by Tanjiro. Not a hundred percent. I always liked him, but I didn't see that, like I didn't love him. And then the more I started fucking with Inosuke, I'm like, all right, Inosuke is what I watch the show for, Tanjiro is what I you know he's cool uh Zenitsu they're cool i love seeing them do what they do but like there's that 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 all there's always that like Todoroki i'm rooting for and that's like my my goat you know what i'm saying yeah but even though i say Inosuke my favorite like Tandero is growing on me more and more every fucking episode i'm reading the manga now so every chapter it's like i'm i'm starting to really uh fall for his character and just like put him up there like he's scooting up i don't remember who i even had above him but i'm mean, just yeah, scooting
0: you had you had okay, so I think you went Deku Mob. I think oh man, Deku you Mob. You had someone before Tanjiro too. It couldn't have been Sinku because if Sinku was above, you, I think you did. I'm gonna have to go ahead and scrap Yo, that. I think you did. I think I, I think Tantra was fourth, and then I think you went Emma, and then you, Asta. Or you might have. I may, I may have put you may Emma have, before Tanjiro. You, you may have put Asta before Tanjiro too, just because I, I, I
1: can't. I couldn't. have, I, I take that back hundred percent because I yeah Tanjiro passed up because I remember I
0: was because uh, I because the boy I was like bro just wait Tanjiro is the one
1: like I, I really feel that there's no big three no more I'm, I feel that statement and like now if we were forced to like back in the day okay the big three is fucking Ichigo, Luffy, Naruto some people threw uh, Goku
0: well I'll say this because of the promised Neverland news that's coming up Emma is now removed from Big Three and she goes into Death Note territory. But see, this is the
1: thing, right? Uh, the mm-hmm. manga, well, I don't know what chapter of the manga is in, 100 something. Uh, the thing about it is, the anime, uh, we were talking about how you you, you read the manga yeah. and um, I'm like stopped where the anime is stopped. So I'm thinking that uh, the next few chapters of the manga are going to be the next few episodes, but it, it could be like the, the whole next season could be the next few chapters.
0: Yeah, so it, it just depends.
1: I feel like the longevity of Um Promised Neverland could be stretched depending on how quick they give us these uh these seasons because the anime, like with Demon Slayer, we got 24 episodes, with Promised Neverland, we got 12, and we, we gotta wait till next year for the next 12. So if they keep going at this pace, we may not finish Promised Neverland anime until
0: a couple of years down the line, but I, okay, i agree with that point, I can see that point, but in terms of What made a big three a big three, I felt like longevity was a a thing. I felt like the amount of character development and as of now, the only ones with that potential is Deku number one, uh, Tanjiro to me is in that second spot. Mm -hmm. He's in that whether you want to say Luffy was one, Naruto was two or Naruto was one, Luffy was two. He's in that two spot with Mm -hmm. Deku firmly in one. The question is, who's three? Black Clover fans don't get on my ass because some people got on my ass on Twitter like, Asta should be three. To me, Asta's not three.
1: To me, Asta had potential to be three, but... They didn't execute on that potential, and there's other possible threes. that could Asta be is
0: like Natsu for me, and but
1: like a better Natsu.
0: Yeah, for sure. Like a be, like a way better Natsu. Black Clover but, but, is that
1: kind of show to me, like a like a yeah, fairy tale. Kind like like I
0: really like me. Black Clover, though. That's no shade on. And it. And I like fairytale. A lot of people shit on fairytale about yeah, did like fairytale, but you see with fairytale, it's just not big three. Something I didn't realize: nobody dies in it. Yeah, because it's not. It's that really serious. Yeah, it's not. And Black Clover is kind of getting to that range. Okay. Like it, it, it really is kind of getting to that, that fairy tale range. I'm gonna say that and if you've watched the recent episodes or you know the recent chapters, you know why I say you know, like,
1: that. See, when I watch fairy tale, I'm like I love fairy tale, but for people to put fairy tale in their top five and their big three, That's even crazy. we're not talking showing it up, it's like nah, it's not there. Yeah, you are like Natsu is cool. Who Natsu would you put is not third? Luffy. Third I feel like we, we haven't seen third. You yet. feel
0: like we don't have the third.
1: I feel like we may have the third and not know it. Like, it may be Samurai 8, Hachimaru. Yeah, it, it might be
0: Hachimaru. Uh... Maybe, I, like, I gave up. I, like, we, I remember I saw the tweet and I was like, it could be Hachimaru. It could be the Jujutsu Kaisen because that anime's coming soon. And I feel like, Chainsaw Man has to be on the way as well. Jujutsu
1: Kaisen and uh, Chainsaw Man. We also Maybe have Shinra,
0: who we don't know what's going to happen with Fire ah, Force. Shinra. And Shinra has Possibilities, because like, I really like Shinra. That's a big name, and it seems like a heavy hitter. Like A lot of people are head over heels for Fire Force. Bro, I love Fire Force. Like... I, like we'll get to it with a question later Yeah, I'ma just wait. We'll talk about this when we get For to sure. further questions. But let's get to the next topic. Sorry to go off tangent, but we haven't been talked to you guys in a yeah, while. And basically, and we just, we hyped. Yeah, by we, my hero. Y'all already knew that. Yeah, my bro. Like season four, the Chisake arc, aka overhaul. This is the best arc. I'm I'm willing to go on paper. This is going to be the best season of My Hero to date.
1: I'm ready to see this arc because I've heard the name overhaul. He's the, so much on Twitter.
0: Like until I'll say this. Until this most recent arc with Shigaraki, he was the best villain in the show. Damn. Until, like, until this, because like, Shigaraki just l- booted up. I'm no spoilers or anything. I'm ready to see this shit. Overhaul's the man. Let's get to the next thing. We're getting a new sci-fi anime, a new western-ish anime in the vein of Trigon and Cowboy Bebop. It's an Amerimeh. I want to shout out to LaShawn Thomas, former creator of the Boondocks. He worked on that, along with Aaron McGruder and Carl Jones. He went to Japan to study under mangakas, to study under uh, anime animators and creators. And he has now come back to America and has a Netflix anime that's coming out on August 15th called Cannon Busters. Me and Chris just watched the trailer. Chris, are you excited for this America? Man? I'm super excited for it. As soon as you told me, like, and this is the thing.
1: I, before we talk to about it today, I've seen... I don't know if I've seen like a mini documentary or just like a promo but some behind the scenes shit of it or like a trailer a while back. We but saw
0: a teaser a while back because
1: we talked about it. Okay, long. we definitely saw the teaser. But I know I've I've been seeing a bunch of shit on like Instagram and like uh, just like little clips and shit and clips of behind the scenes shit. I've heard people talk about like it wasn't just like a trailer. It was like I've seen the characters and people delve into the backstory a little bit. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I was already sold from hearing uh, the, some of the people who worked on the Boondocks is working on it. But whenever I actually saw what they put together, this, I feel like this has potential to be one of the best mermaids of all time, just because of off of the strength of quality. And yeah. like when you watch Avatar, you you could tell it's heavily anime influenced, but it doesn't look close enough to anime to this be considered an li- anime. Like, <laughs> this just went to Japan. People.
0: Like, yeah, like this I feel like he took his boondocks comedy and took an anime. And just, because Boondocks was really, like, if you watch the action seasons in Boondocks with Huey and, and like, when he's actually doing his kung fu, that was anime. Like, I, sure. nobody can ever tell me, like, if you ask me what's the best of Amerimee up to this date, I might not say, I used to say Avatar The Last Airbender. I might say Boondocks because Boondocks was heavily inspired by anime, which people don't want to give it credit for.
1: It, it definitely was. But the only reason why I say this has potential to be the best.
0: Oh, it does. No, I'm not disagreeing with uh, that.
1: And the, the, the reason why I say that is because... Um, as when as far as quality goes, when you watch Boondocks, when you watch Avatar, I'm trying to think of other Amerima.
0: Um uh, what else would you put in there? I I don't do the comic books because I feel like that's a separate Yeah, and I don't want
1: to say Radiant, because that was, you know, that was manga. Yeah, that's the that no, that Radiant is still anime.
0: anime. Uh I'd I'd say maybe Batman Beyond because, Batman because that's less comic booky, that's more anime esque. Exactly. Um <laughs> I would I could also say a wise. Oh, shit, man, like, s- damn, I, I, see, I, I can't like, think of any, I can't think of any on, on the confusing top. confusing
1: is what I'm saying. Like, the, uh, like Boondocks is anime influence, but you can see that it's not anime. With Avatar, some people may have gotten confused and thought that it was actual anime, but when you, like, look at it for long enough, you know it's like a marimai. Samurai Jack? Samurai Jack, you could tell that's a marimai. Yep. But this... If you showed me a trailer and they spoke in Japanese and they had like subs and it was like the Japanese version, like the Japanese dub. I would believe it. <laughs> the Japanese dub. That's weird to say, like the Japanese dub because it's American. Yeah, because America yeah. But if you showed me that and I'm looking at it, I wouldn't question if it was American or not. You know what I'm saying? And
0: look, this the story is basically this wanted... Gunman named Philly the Kid with these two robot girls who are traveling around the West and they're doing, there's people trying to get his bounty. They're trying to go on this mission and it really feels very cowboy bebop. It feels so trigony and like, Chrissy, you know how much I've been clamoring for a new anime like this and to have it as an amerime being someone who writes this type of stuff it just gives me hope for the future because like i feel like if this is successful the american creators who liked anime will start writing more and they, they'll start green lighting more american quote-unquote cartoons but that can be taken seriously and become quote-unquote amerime's and i want to see more collaborations and blends
1: of cultures
0: yeah we should like we all fans of like they're fans of superhero stuff we see it all the time with like my hero is a perfect example of someone Hirokoshi who who uh took DC comics and Marvel comics he took his love for that infused it with anime like that that's what that's what my hero is to I me i feel like when you watch my hero you could tell that can he's heavily it.
1: influenced by not only Dragon Ball Naruto One Piece but Marvel DC Yeah, and you could tell he he's a big gumbo pot of influence that turns out to be his own thing
0: and now that we're in this generation we're starting to see with people like LaShawn Thomas who's young and like a millennial people who grew up with the tsunamis, who grew up watching Akira and, and who grew up in the anime bubble of the late 80s early 90s and into today we're going to start seeing more creators inspired by that like Adi Shankar more people that are making these amazing. and hopefully Netflix and Amazon give those people the opportunity to make new ones. Because these, I feel like this is where we'll get great, great stories. For because, sure. because it'll blend what we love about anime, but give it to us in American sensibilities and we can always do the comparisons. Yeah, it's like, it's like I'm not gonna, not, let me
1: not say I'm not gonna, but I'm uh, I'm not gonna watch, but I'm not gonna understand certain uh like if i watch tiger and bunny which is super popular that's what i'm saying there's
0: some animes in J- japan that we don't get their humor like you like great example tiger and Bunny. and like the thing is we have our own humor in america
1: not saying that nigga don't want to watch anime because i'm an anime fan but Same. In, in the anime community there's been this stigma against um uh avatar and against certain shows that are influenced by anime and highly loved by anime fans because people are always like it's not anime I feel like we're finally getting out of that to where we're finally going to be able to sit there and be like, I love Radiant, even though it is an anime, but the manga is made by a French uh,
0: creator. All- uh, like the, the book I'm reading right now is a Chinese uh, manga, Kingdom.
1: And we're about to get those, uh, exactly, like Kingdom. And we're getting these Netflix adaptations that are collaborations between American Americans. Studios and Jay, yep. Like these people are all getting together to just create great content. They don't have to slap a label on it for us to enjoy it. Like, uh, didn't Michael B. Jordan work on something that was barely... Ginlock, yeah, that's an American. Yeah. I,
0: I, and I reviewed the first two episodes on here. It's coming to Toonami. Ginlock was dope. And it's a mech anime, too. It's, I just didn't stick with it because it was mech and, like, I fell off. But that was a, it was dope. It was a dope con- theme and uh, concept if you enjoy that type of stuff. There's a certain way you got to do mech to keep me entertained. Exactly, same. And, and, and Ginlock, if you enjoy mech, it's a great anime. But for me, it just, there was other things I needed to watch. And speaking of this, I really want us to support Cannon Busters. I'm, we're gonna review it like we might not review it week to week but me and Crystal will make sure we watch it within the span of two weeks so we can bring in a review oh, for I'm watching you that. that's one of the like, ones
1: that as the episode drops I'm gonna
0: be watching it not only because it's an mermaid but because it's a black creator I really wanna support it because sure. like we don't see a lot of African Americans in like, we don't see African Americans in anime let alone we see them being the ones who create the anime Yeah. and like as people like me and you who wanna write mangas and wanna write comics like I got to support this guy. Oh, yeah. Like 100%. Time. And if you are out there an aspiring mangaka or inspiring comic book artist and you have a comic out on wherever, you if you have it on the internet, whatever, and you want us to support it, hit us up at broswhothink.com at Outlook, broswhothink com. and me and Chris will read it, and we might interview you on the show, so for sure, for sure. It, they,
1: send it in. On that topic, plug real quick, shout out my bro, uh, Fluffy Fly Art, uh, Fluffy Fly Kid, he's you know what I'm saying on uh Instagram he uh he has his own American he he's a mangaka he has his own American manga uh called Space Demon and I gave the first volume uh, uh a read that bitch is hard like real. let me check that up. It was hard. I had to plug that real quick just while we're on the topic.
0: No, 100%. The next up we have this is a trailer that was Oh no, 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 no. I lied to you guys. Next up we have recently weekly Shonen Jump put out a brand new issue and it was told the fans were told this. And now for everybody who's watching the anime and have not read the manga, don't worry, I'm not spoiling anything. But The Promised Neverland is entering its climax of the final arc. And I know if you're like, well, Lyndon, you're not talking about the manga. No, this is important for the uh, anime viewers as well. The note was written by uh, written after the hype of the latest chapter, which creators... Kawai Shirai, I'm sorry if I pronounce your name wrong. I'm so sorry. And Poo, and Pazuka Demizu put out the pair, uh, pushed the mon- the manga into the final arc last fall, and it was then that Shirai said that Promised Neverland would not extend too much further. In fact, the manga would end with with an ideal twenty to thirty volumes. And with that being said, it's getting into its final arc. The climax, the climax of its final arc, Carissa. How do you feel that knowing that Promise Neverland, the manga, is about to end, does this sadden you? Does this excite you? And being that you watch the anime and you don't read the manga, it shows you that you have a finite amount of episodes coming. It shows the end of a tunnel soon. How do you feel about this? And this goes to the big three conversation. Longevity matters when it comes to the big three. And that's why I don't know if Emma can be on it. That's what I was waiting to say. Continue how do you feel about this news? It
1: raised, it, it got an eyebrow raised for me just because on one hand, I'm like, ouch, no more promise Neverland. On the other hand, I'm like, okay, I'm Let's an anime stretching. watcher. Yeah. They gave me 12 episodes and I'm not going to get another 12 episodes until next year. I tried to read the manga. It it didn't have the same appeal to me as the anime. It wasn't until I watched the anime and then went back and tried to reread the manga that I watched in anime form that I realized I'm uh, I'd much rather like to watch this rather than read it. Uh, It's cool to go back and reread what I've watched, but taking it in for the first time, I want to watch it. And being the fact that we're getting these uh, very short, spread out um, seasons, I don't want to be watching this into my 40s. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, uh, promise Neverland specifically. Like, I could probably watch Demon Slayer into my 40s, depending on how it goes. My hero, depending on how it goes. But um, at the same time, I am one of those people who's like, okay, I love long-running shonen. But at the same time, you talk about somebody who dragging. still isn't caught up to One Piece, somebody who still isn't caught up with a, with JoJo.
0: Bleach. Uh, bleach,
1: for <laughs> sure. So the long running, I, I was scared of One Piece uh, bleach at first because of the length. And I do realize there are certain things that I haven't watched yet that are at 300 plus episodes that I could pace myself at watching. Like One Piece is one of those stories that now I'm feeling the pressure to catch up. But before, I was watching it at my own pace. I started watching it in 2015. I was watching here and there. I wasn't like, Pummeling, pummeling through episodes, but there was there was nights where I like flew through arcs and hunter hunter I finished reasonably fast. But I'm one of those big people who I'm like, look, long episode, uh, long episodes, long uh, animes don't necessarily equate great, to great yep. anime, and nope, short ones don't necessarily mean bad because Death Note is one of the first
0: episodes episode Death uh, anime Note, that I've seen super short. Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, just like a long movie, basically. Yeah, uh, like Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, Yu Yu Hakusho, oh, Death yeah. Note. Uh, Code Geass, uh, sure. Hunter x Hunter, even though it's not fully finished. And mm-hmm. that could be argued to, that it's a, exactly. Uh, gangsta, we only got gangsta one season. Sure.
1: Gangsta and Bloodladder, two ones that I always Cowboy say, Bebop. Yeah, Cowboy Bebop. Try like, Cowboy Bebop is classic in the, what, 20 episodes that had? 20 yeah, it, 24 if even. if even. Like
0: in And Try only had like,
1: well, I believe, 40-something, 50-something. And Watanabe is good at those like little one-shot, quick, one-season. Yep classics but at the same time i understand Pro- uh, promise neverland isn't going to be a one season classic but i'm, I'm kind of glad
0: classic. that it's doing this because this story is not your typical shonen and it's it's in the death note category we always knew it was but not this one's not a big three like to be the new big three it, it has to have the qualifications of long running as well as connect to different like promise neverland is one of those ones for like Yeah, anybody can like it, but for anime fans, it's a it's an anime fans' favorite anime. If that makes like you know how when people say he's your rapper's favorite rapper. Like it's an anime fan's favorite For anime. Sure. Like it, like it. It just changed. It was such a breath of fresh air when I started reading it, and I ha- I hyped it as one of the greatest of all time. It have potential to be, and it still does. And it makes sense that it's a short, contained series because I wouldn't want to knowing where I'm at in the story. I wouldn't want to see Emma have get a shampoo. It wouldn't make sense. Exactly, and I'm glad you brought that up because that's exactly what I was about to about to kind of bring up, like uh, referencing Dragon
1: Ball Z. Um one of my favorite series i love some people could
0: say that was over dragon ball z has been stretched oh, out too much it
1: was but i love dragon ball i love dragon ball z and i love even gt and i even love super to me you can give me infinite amounts of dragon ball content and i'm not mad but toriyama himself was done with dragon ball z at the cell gohan
0: they were so, like i did not even know well you could tell cuz he wanted to pass the torch off to gohan exactly, and engine and it was, was up dead to yeah and then Shona jump was like <laughs> No. no. Sorry. <laughs> that's what's going
1: to happen to Hirokoshi. That's why I keep that's saying That's what's happening to Oda right now, but Oda's like literally got his shit yeah, planned out. that's now. what I was about to say. Oda's so going Oda, when he needs to end.
0: Oda's different, man, cuz One Piece the way that is like when people when he's, when people say it's 80% done right now, I'm always I'm thinking like that could be the case, but that 20% has to answer everybody's dream. It has to explain the mysteries of the world government. It has to explain the mysteries of the Void Century. He has to get to Raftel, which is the last island, which is where the One Piece is. Uh, He has to become the Pirate King. He has to beat the Yonkos. Well, I guess that's with beating the Pirate King. But to be the Pirate King, there's a lot of things he has to do. And Luffy, isn't it? Like, bro, Luffy hasn't beat one Yonko, let alone four. But see, (laughs) 20% is a lot. That's what I'm saying. 20% is a lot. When you look at the fact that we're at episode 900. Yeah, in a, in that chapter one thousand something. Yeah, like
1: eighty <laughs> percent is like okay, we may have another six hundred left, or
0: like maybe another three four hundred minimum. And see, that's why I'm glad the Promised Neverland creator like knows when yeah, my like, you story. You gotta wrap your story. Yeah, up. that's what I'm saying. Like your story only has to. My teacher always said when a great writer knows that your story only has to be long uh, as long as a piece of rope. What does that mean? It only needs to be has, as long exactly. as the story requires it to be. Now, see, I,
1: my goal is um. Uh, well, like I, I brought up Dragon Ball because of the fact that I know he's supposed to—he was supposed to stop at the Cell Saga and Shona jump, cracked the whip—and he was like, "All right, I'm pushing out more shit." But he pushed out quality content. Yeah, he did. Like, to the, if you didn't know, that's where he was supposed to stop. You didn't, you wouldn't care. Yeah, see, I thought I thought Boo was, but uh, Togashi, my goal. You know I'm saying Yu Yu Hakusho <laughs> is the perfect example because he ended Yu Yu Hakusho at a certain point because he was ready to start uh, Hunter Hunter, and Hunter Hunter is such an open-ended kind of adventure because with Yu Yu Hakusho, was like okay. He's week to week in it, trying his best to make sure he doesn't overpower scale his characters, his characters make yep. sure he doesn't overdo the ideas. And he did. He ran. He burnt that fuse out too short. Like, he lit the candle, and the candle went all the way to the bottom. And like, shit, I didn't...
0: It, it could have been a I lot always better. say, man, you know what I always say? It could have ended that dark tournament, and it would have been the perfect like show.
1: Exactly. And I don't know if it was Shona Jump cracking the whip like they did with uh, Toriyama, or if it was just him kind of losing scale of the direction he wants to go see, in
0: i rewatched the stuff i'm I'm watching the stuff with Sensui right now and i'm like damn i i, I undersell it because i really do like that stuff and getting into, into the demon the demon mode stuff that his chakra and like his diff like his different attacks like how his spirit gun gets different energy and he gets his power up like i enjoy that stuff but like you said if it would like if it would have ended that dark turn that would have been a perfect for sure perfect condensed series and Tagashi's the man I love those series Like Naruto
1: Where you look at The whole series In aspect of like Front to back Not including Boruto Of course But like By the time you get To the end of Naruto You don't feel like The fucking 500 episodes You watched were a waste Because you felt like You were literally Watching a story To where he foreshadowed Things in the front That you didn't put together Till the end To where it's like Okay I I watched A big long movie A big long story It doesn't seem like He was just forcing out chapters Forcing out chapters Forcing out chapters Even though it's long and with Promise Neverland, you don't want them to be to get to that point where it, it, it feels like you don't
0: want Promise Neverland to have filler. Yeah, you really like don't. Just,
1: You're just drawing it out. Like you're just yeah. trying to get. You're just trying to keep us for another couple volumes before you get to the next point. Before you decide what the next point after that's going to be.
0: Promise Neverland is so great because each chapter, each episode leaves you like, I want more. I want more. I want more. And if you lose that feeling of that, it doesn't. It's not Promise Neverland anymore. Exactly.
1: I feel like when you write a story like that. When you write a story like Death Note, you have to have an end point in mind. a good example. You can't just start a story like that and wing it and be like, well, let's see where <laughs> this is going to go. You could do Dragon Ball and just, we could wing this shit forever. Like, they're yeah. still winging that shit. Like, <laughs> Super
0: is like the most wung fucking shit yo, yo. from manga to anime I've ever seen in my life. Super is hilarious. Bro, they're going back to, in the manga right now, they're going back to Yard Rat. Like, is Vegeta about to I'm learn like, instant transmission? They back on and shit? That's the type of shit that, that that you could do with Dragon Ball. If they do that shit with
1: Promised Neverland, it's like, I'd be
0: salty. Yeah, like, no, 100%. Yeah. Like, imagine if light
1: like started. If this nigga just lasted forever, killing motherfuckers, yeah, it would lose its fucking, its its fucking um, luster. Yeah, because if you get L, then you get N, and you get somebody else, and it's just. Basically, it's how just, many
0: detectives are gonna keep falling in the same yeah, trap? Like, okay. nobody's gonna put the
1: clues together. New, new big boss, new big boss. But that would have been that made Death Note so whack if it was just your typical showing him with big boss. He kills him, big boss. Yeah. How is he gonna kill him? He kills him.
0: And that's what gets them in there that special genre of like this is great by itself because it's a mm-hmm, self contained exactly. story, exactly like a, a cowboy bebop, a long, or parasite, yeah. or like a Death Note, full Malcolm's brotherhood, bebop, like classic. you said, parasite. Those are the ones that Promised Neverland are about to join the ranks of, and good for them. Like I'm really excited for that for sure. next up we got we got two trailers. One is the beast stars. Now, look, we told you guys this was gonna be some action packed beast fighting. It doesn't look like that. It's either gonna be like a drama s death note type thing with animals. Or it's going to be an animal slice of life we're going to find out because we didn't get in the new trailer we didn't have subs so when the sub trailer comes out we'll guys let you know Crystal what did you think of your first look at stars?
1: it was cool it wasn't what I expected Yeah, uh, I know me and you kind of had the same reaction when we first started seeing that it CG like, it was like oh hey, I know I y'all not doing to say it that.
0: but it looks isn't it a good looking
1: 3D CG it looks like they blend it pretty well it looks like they blend CG with non-CG or they do the CG so well certain aspects don't look like CG sometimes you could definitely tell it's CG no 100% but certain aspects is like okay this is not cg overdone this yeah. isn't like what fucking berserk this how do you
0: feel about the story not being necessarily beast fighting like it might either be a slice of life or a, a drama
1: i would rather a, a drama kind of story yeah, versus same. a slice of life
0: no i'm with you and if it's not a drama i don't know if i'll be watching it
1: yeah if it's not something that can keep my interest from episode to episode i don't know if i could just watch adventures of these animal people
0: yeah, no, I'm with you. The next trailer we have is Special Crime Investigation Unit Seven, or the Metropolitan Police Department Special Division Heinous Crime uh, Investigation Unit Seven, Tokunana. I'm gonna just call it Special Crime Investigation Unit That's Seven. That's a mouthful. Yeah, it's a mouthful. But damn, was that trailer hella dope! It's the, it's about these cops that look into. They're part of the heinous crimes division, so I'm sure they're doing serial killings. They're they're looking at uh religious cults. They're doing all. If this is gonna be dope. Crystal, what do you think of the trailer?
1: Uh Definitely, I, I like shit with a lot of action in it, and then I like shit with a lot of samurai swords in it, and I like shit with a lot of gunplay. So yeah. seeing that you got all these elements, and then it, like uh I remember you were saying this while we were watching it, like
0: it's hand drawn, two D. Yeah, that's beauty. one. Of, yeah, I miss the like the two D real world esque that t- well that take. Things from the real world and put their own spin on it. It's not necessarily devil fruits in this own world or chakra in this own world. No, it's like Tokyo with cops, but like there's some special twist to it. And and the fact that they're the heinous crimes unit, I want to see how serious this gets. For sure, because they they said it's good. They're trying to f- stop some religious cult. So and I'm that's ready be to, crazy. Yeah, no, I'm tr- I'm ready to see that. So that's a uh, special crime investigation unit, Special Seven. So that's that the next uh bit of notes we have is tower of god and noblesse are two series being adapted and it appears the news broke at seoul comic-con in korea uh courtesy of yonko so shout out to yonko he broke this news want to give credit where credit is due tower of god and noblesse are two of the most popular uh, titles to come out of south korea tower of god is about this is about such the series follows a boy named the 25th bam who lives isolated in a cave under a mystery Tower when his friend Rachel goes missing. Bam sneaks into the tower to learn where she has gone. He must prove himself worthy worthy by answer of answers by climbing each level of the deadly structure. So that's Tower of God. Nobelies is the story of a noble name Caddis, uh, a trauma de Rizel, after he wakes up. 800 years in the future, reunited with his companion Frankenstein, Rye enrolls in a local high school and makes friends with a group who vowed to help Rye uncover his forgotten past. Chris, do either of these sound interesting to you? They do sound pretty cool. I got to see them, though. You know how I yeah. am. I got to see it. The one that interests me more seems like Tower of God, because it seems like he's got to fight his way up this to answer his question and save his friend. more action-packed. The other one seems more... Story drawn, driven. yeah, story driven, exactly. But that's all the news we have for today, ladies and gentlemen. The next thing we're going into is this week's discussion and questions. We will do the review at the end. For the first bit of discussion, I wanted to bring up something to Krista that me and him both saw over Twitter, and something that we're seeing more in the culture of anime. And I wanted to bring this up now before it got out of hand, and everybody's gonna be like, "Why are y'all talking Why did Why are y'all talking about this now? Like these people have been doing this. No, they haven't." Let's talk about... Not
1: like right now.
0: Yeah, let's talk about the people using anime culture or people trying to jump in. And let me not say use, but people trying to jump into anime culture and... Well, no, I'm going to say use because it's different with blogs and and different publications. They're trying to get the anime fans in their their pandering. I don't necessarily know if the people behind the My Mixtapes Twitter likes anime or the people behind the No Jumper Twitter. It just seems like they're doing that to attract the anime fan base and community because they're seeing raps using more of it. They're seeing more people in the community. And that kind of rubs me the wrong way. It
1: definitely rubbed me the wrong way. And see, this is why. You got me questioning shit. Like, when yeah, I, I remember a, a few years ago. Two, I, what was it? 2015. I started seeing Arby's plug the fuck out of their shit with anime, anime right? Yep. And I'm sitting there like, oh shit, Arby got a Twitter. I mean, Arby's got a Twitter. I'm like, oh shit, did they just post a picture of their food next to Yu Yu Hakusho? Oh my god, it's my favorite anime. Yeah, shout out to them for putting on for the culture. <laughs> then I'm seeing they started making it a weekly kind of thing, or like a every other day they're posting posts of their food with anime type shit. I'm like, wait, are they doing these Burger King kind of things where they're unrolling toys, like exclusive, like Pokemon cards type shit? And it's like, they work. So I'm sitting there like, okay, still cool. Well, I fucks with it. That's years ago when I first started noticing it. Now I'm seeing all this other shit. And like you said, it feels like either they're pandering or they're monetizing. Like they're using anime for a monetary gain. And either way is bad. Either way is bad, especially because see me, a lot of people like to, not saying a lot of people, but me personally, I, I like to consider myself not a part of that, even though, I am a rapper who monetizes off of uh my music.
0: Same pod. I mean, look, we're doing a podcast, but I like to believe that in terms of just like your, if people listen to Weeb God or people listen to us at Anime Talk, forget that we go to MechaCon, Forget that we go out into the community. If people listen to either us on here or your project by itself, I hope that they can hear. I hope we show how much we love it. In the way we speak about it or in the way you rap about it like if people can't tell that then they're like I don't want to say they're crazy or maybe we're just not doing it I see I feel like they they, they oh, hear yeah. it and, and that's I, why I don't feel like we're pandering because you can t- like bro I don't care if people if people think I'm pandering whatever but they weren't there with me when I was five exactly. years old in my house watching not like and people <laughs> are always gonna say it but the thing is I didn't want to say that about everything
1: and I didn't even think that at first but now it's a thing and like people may look at me like that even though if you listen to our podcast and you listen to our discussions, you can hear the passion in our yeah. voice, the passion in our discussions. If you hear my music, you can tell I'm not going the Trippy Red route and being
0: like, I feel like Naruto Uchiha. Uh, <laughs> play with me, like, then it's Ha. Huh. Bro, when we what? get to leave God when we talk about it, but you use bars that I'm like, yo, you got to be an Because Shubert was like, yo, these are like anime bars. I was like, yeah, no, bro, these are anime. These are deep exactly. cut like, anime just, bars. I, I,
1: I make sure to specifically keep, keep it to my taste. But at the same time, my taste ranges from um, children to etching to, shonen, to yeah. a fucking manga that's not an anime. So when I do songs like you know six 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 eight, and we talk about all this shit later, but that's about a manga. I did that for me, knowing that a lot of people don't know what the fuck that is. But if they would know what it was, that select few people will catch it. So I'm yeah. I'm marketing some to some shit to where like. I'm not sitting there like Waka Flocka suck my Dragon Balls bitch, call me Goku, not saying nothing, nothing about him, but that's before <laughs> yeah. that was the wave. He, I, I feel like that was authentic. He's yeah, like, man, that nobody was. rap about Dragon Balls. He let me throw that in there.
0: It's not like these trippy reds and, and Waka's super people genuine,
1: but what trippy red said, I feel like Naruto Chiha then followed <laughs> up with a line saying, I I pull a Kamihamiha. It's like, who the fuck says Kamehameha? It's Kamehameha, son. Like, you fucked up twice in a row. And this is the week after you start using Griffith for your fucking Instagram uh, picture. Right after the fact, like, Rob Banks, everybody knows Rob Banks, Griffith, Berserk, that's his shit. Yeah. So you using that imagery, you using that shit. Just to get off, just to, to, to get, get the on. fan, yeah. Using Naruto Uchiha, Kamihamiha lines, just to pander to this. I, I watched the interview the other day because the YouTube video said we sit down and talk to Trippie Ray about yada, 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 and anime. So I'm like, all right, let's see what the fuck he got to say because you got to redeem yourself after so, saying yeah. Naruto with Chiha. They
0: didn't ask him about that, huh? They,
1: they didn't. They talked to him, talked about anime. He's like, yeah, I like anime. We're not talking about nothing. Like, when we talk, we get into deep, in depth, passionate conversations because we give a fuck about this shit. Yeah. We gave a fuck about this shit before we started making music. Even talking podcasts. about it, yeah. Like, literally, I remember, like, shout out to my brother Fade. I remember fifth grade. Uh, Book Elementary. Me and him used to trade Dragon Ball Z pictures. As far as we were teaching each other how to draw like Toriyama, we were literally. Tr- I don't know if you remember these fucking Dragon Ball Z magazines. They had it was like an American magazine where it was like fan art on the front, but it was like nothing but Dragon Ball
0: content in the middle. You, like, you might have that on me because I, I, I don't show even you, know. I feel like if I could, you would see it, you would know. It, was, I might. it looks
1: very bootleg, but everybody had one at that point in time. And I remember this is just something that's been a part of my life since I was a kid. With Trippy, it may have been. But it doesn't them, seem like it. seem
0: like yeah. And, and see that's the thing. That's what that's what that's my thing. If like Adam twenty two or whoever and see that's the thing, that's the difference between a publication and a person. The No Jumper publication—I've never seen them pump. And same thing with my mixtape. Ever. I've never seen them talk about anime. I've never seen them do any of this. And it's own—they're only doing it because it's an algorithm now. And like people are checked. There's a big part of Twitter that's anime Twitter, and these publications have not cracked it yet. They because none of them seem genuine, and it's fucking obvious. And it's it's disgusting.
1: And that's my thing. Somebody had jumped down my neck right because I was talking about it on Twitter the other day, and I had used Arby's as, as an example because I was like, I fucked with that when I first saw it. But now yeah. we're living in the, the the climate where everybody's trying to clout demonize that shit. So I'm sitting there looking like, damn, were they the first people to do it? Dude, I don't people, because that's a corporation. I'm like, that can't be one person running the social media being like, I love anime, so I'm gonna do this for me. That's them saying we're gonna pander to the anime. Community. See, that's
0: my thing. That's the difference between like if we were talking about a rapper or an a- a- actor. Like for example, Michael B. Jordan. Even though his thing came out after Kim Kardashian's, and Kim Kardashian's you could tell wasn't real because she said it for the fashion. Michael B. Jordan, at least when he was like, "Yeah, I love Naruto," he got into the kats, he got into like, so he he showed why he loved it. If it's like an organization or a brand, you don't like that's straight pandering. Like you can t- like because they're at a certain point because they've never posted about it before. If you go to the Brooks you think Twitter. You'll see we've posted about anime from the start. Or if you go to my exactly. Twitter, you've seen I've posted about it since the start. No jumper sure. in my mixtapes have never posted They're about just anime until on this day. And, yeah, and just tell now.
1: And I don't want to say too much and try to sound like a hater because it's and not that's that. That's
0: my thing. I don't want to sound like we're hating, but it's like as the culture. We called out Kim Kardashian. If we care about this anime culture and we want to see it progress, we definitely have to let new fans in. And I'm not saying that, but there's a difference between letting new fans in and pandering to get fans money. There's a big difference. Not only
1: just pandering, but also like monetizing because pandering is just like kind of using that to like bring them into your shit.
0: Well, then at the same time, once they bring them in, monetize off of that, that view and and that belief, that false belief that, oh, if I watch this, they're going to talk about anime when in reality, they're fucking not.
1: I See, with me, I may give Kim Kardashian a pass. N- maybe not. But the thing with me is the genuinity or the, the way you're using it, right? Like with the trippy, I get mad because you're going extra to be like, I'm going to rap about this in freestyles. I'm going to speak on this. I'm going to change my avenue. Let people know that this is my shit when it's not. It just started to be my shit yesterday. I don't know shit about this. I want to jump into this world, and I don't know nothing about this fucking world. Y'all know me from being a blood. Y'all know me from doing this. (laughs) Y'all don't know me from shit involving anime, but... Uh, I see that a lot of my fan base loves anime. When you looked at my tag pictures on Instagram, it's and nothing but people doing fan art of me. And people anime are saying
0: that I look like Pain because of all my piercings. But I didn't mean to do that people in the are, beginning. People are drawing me in a Soul
1: Eater style. I gotta watch Soul Eater to know what they're talking about. I gotta I gotta cater to this fan base yep. by faking the funk. And it's obvious you're faking the funk with Kanye. Uh, and not really Kim, but with Kanye specifically, I know that he's heavily influenced by certain anime. He said before that he's like influenced by shit like Akira, shit like that. And
0: and for that, it's different because he's doing it for a fashion sense. And and I'm not going to... And see, that's the thing. That's why. He's yeah. being honest about it. He's like, look, I don't give
1: a fuck about Naruto, all that shit. He's like, that's not why I watch Akira. I just like how they look. Exactly. When he did the Stronger video and the Daft Punk shit, it was a lot of anime influence because he's like, I'm in love with that aesthetic. He's not looking at a camera and being like, oh, yeah, I love anime. Naruto, my shit. Dragon Ball, my shit. Berserk, <laughs> yeah. my shit. He's sitting there like, I don't know what none of that shit is. But as far as the aesthetic of anime, I like that. And that's what made me appeal, uh, attract to that. So then when you see him use it, he's not going to cross that line yeah he won't you're not gonna see him drop a fucking album and call himself kanye uzamaka yeah <laughs> you know what i'm saying because he knows that's not his bag Yo. he he is one of the people who trendsetted the fashion game to be like i'm one of the first niggas to really stand up in the rap game niggas have rapped about fashion but i'm the first nigga to stand up and be like yeah. i'm a backpack rapper what there would be no fucking backpack rappers without me starting
0: that shit yeah and he's nope.
1: evolved since then but he's evolved to having yeezys and being a, a pillar in the fucking fashion uh
0: He's yeah, a fashion icon he Not, yeah, as much he's not a fashion. fashion. Yep, he's a designer. That's because you can tell
1: the passion. So nobody says when he tries to jock anime because he's not. He's not a culture vulture. Yeah, now, no,
0: it's just like inspirations for his clothes. I, I definitely not, don't not, like now, maybe, now, maybe Japanese people could have a beef with that. Yeah, definitely. Because that, that, thats not my. I can't pick that fight. But that—that but that could be a fight for somebody saying he's vulturing their exactly. style. But that's for that culture. Exactly. In terms of anime and people using anime to get views or using anime for clout, or I'm gonna call that because that's my community, and I just feel like I've never seen no jumper, in my, especially my my mixtapes. We gotta
1: touch that real quick. But see, this is my thing, right? With the, with the with the people and the rappers, because you know me, I'm an anime rapper. I hate the shit being oversaturated. I hate when I see Chippy Red. It's almost like you're mocking my shit. And I fuck yeah. with Chippy Red. That's one of my favorite artists. I, I, I don't want it to sound like I don't like that nigga. It's just this one thing that I don't agree with. But I do fuck with him, fuck with his music, unless he's rapping about Naruto Uchiha. But uh, what I'm saying about him is and the uh, authenticity of, of it. And the reason why I reference Kanye is because you will hear him and you'll hear me say that and think that I just don't like people using it. But I see Uzi who's, from day one... You can tell. You can tell he's just an anime fan. He's never overly cling to it, and he's never overly tried to pander to the community. Uzi's
0: just always worn
1: his interest on his sleeve Shit look day at, one.
0: Look at Joey. Joey, like... Joey's an anime fan. He may use some bars here or there, but he doesn't go out of his way when people ask him. He's like, bro, I've been watching Dragon Ball, and you could tell mm-hmm. that Joey's like a big Dragon Ball Z fan. He might not be a Naruto mm-hmm. fan, he might not be these other things, but you know he knows everything about Dragon Ball Z, and but he fucks with that. He's not
1: about to cancel his tour dates to stay in the house and binge these uh animes just so he could talk about them and rap
0: about yeah, them. He's not like okay. doing it
1: just to monetize off it. It's something he's passionate about. Now nah, we gotta get into the fucking like
0: when you look the at the organization, it, the corporations. Like, no jumper.
1: Fuck that shit, because y'all niggas, y'all know yet y'all only doing that because y'all know niggas like Chapo, niggas like Xavier <laughs> Wolf, niggas like Rob Banks. Fuck with this shit. And I'm not hating on No Jumper. I love No Jumper, but I know that Adam trying 22. trying to tap into the anime rappers. That's what he's trying to do. Adam 22 is not
2: the, the main no.
1: nigga who's running that that social media. So somebody on that team is sitting there like, okay, Chapo fucks with anime, you know, the anime rap yeah. community. They're trying to pander to that. So that I'll maybe excuse, because No Jumper is one of those new wavy People trying who, to
0: stay on the new wave. Yeah, my
1: mixtapes. I I know for working what with rich fuck? Homie. thug. Like I've never. What I can't associate fuck? anything with my hair.
0: Website that's like dad that piff. What the fuck? They're just trying to get people to so, go to that website because yes. nobody gets their music from there. Download
1: my app. Here's some anime shit. We don't have no anime shit on uh, yeah, the app. No- <laughs> <laughs> but download the app. And son, that's that's what really fucks with me. Because it's like, y'all are trying to push for niggas to download your app. With No Jumper, they're a channel. They're yeah. a big organization. They do they, they could maybe
0: They could maybe do an anime show later down the line. They could but, do a
1: lot involving yeah. anime. They'll probably have rap anime influence shit on their channel. They do a lot. But as far as my, uh, my mixtapes, right? These niggas posted a list of the best anime of all time. We can't talk about this without touching that exact list. These niggas had... Dragon Ball number one. Naruto number two. Attack on Titan number three. Yeah. Uh, one Piece four. Bro, after that, it was like you put One Punch Man. Like the, everything else was understandable, but you put One Punch Man, Attack on Titan, and Sword Art Online on your top 10 animes of all time list. You probably Googled some shit. You you, probably, you had to have Googled some shit, but you have Sword Art Online in your top 10 greatest anime of all time and not Cowboy Bebop, and you're pandering
0: that to anime fans. You think niggas gonna be like the first? Like I, I was typing in to get to the list, and the most the most recent comment on it, this is the most normy shit I've ever seen in my life. Stop watching anime. It's like
1: you think niggas not gonna sit there and be like, I, I can't believe somebody made that with the with the Watch, look, look, let
0: me give you the list: one, Dragon Ball Z; two, Naruto; three, Attack on Titan; four, One Piece. I lied. Five, My Hero. So that that shows that like they what five like and we just we just bigged up here for like 20 minutes but me and krista both would not put not there one, yet. we would not put my hero in top five it could maybe be at number 10 at the earliest mm-hmm. at the earliest but like it's in the 15 to 10 range right now at five six one punch man that's not even in the 15 to 10 range seven bleach and then eight sword art online like what the fuck and, and then the fucked up shit about it is my hero could break through top ten shonen,
1: top fifteen shonen.
0: But yeah, they, we're talking all anime. That excludes the Trigons, Black Niggas Lagoon. Of
1: all time. And then they put Isekai on there. They put fucking uh Sword on the line. They yep. put
0: fucking uh Where's scene. the Gundam? You know what I'm saying Where's the Lupin? Where's all the exactly. the classics? But you don't but, have but, no but classics. But they don't know that. Shit. They're just paying, they, they literally just googled best anime, and it, it's literally the first like things that come up. And like it's so simplest and it's such a fucking cash grab that.
1: Something nobody over there, like nobody on the My Mixtapes team, and it's not me shitting on them, but nobody at the My uh, Mixtapes team looked at that and was like, whoa, 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 wait a minute now. Like, yeah, what are we doing? Like, they honestly thought that everybody was going to be like, oh, yeah, best list ever. But sort of online, <laughs> definitely top nine anime of all time. Like, what? Are y'all one punch, man, after one season of greatness and one season of the midiest of, of mid? like, bro. like, so y'all going to tell me? That shit is on the top ten of all time, but not be. You put
0: Attack on Titan above One Piece. <laughs> Man, they <laughs> you put, literally you put Dragon Ball Z before Naruto and One Piece. And the look, organization
1: was stupid. You don't even have the big three at the big
0: three. That's my thing. In the in the and that's not shitting on Dragon Ball Z. I'm not saying like for everybody who has Dragon Ball Z as their top anime, I'm not shitting on you. But you know how I feel about this. Dragon Ball Z cannot be number one. It can Top ten? Yeah. Yes. Top yeah. One? yeah. What are we talking? I could even give <laughs> Dragon Ball Z. Fights? I could even give Dragon Ball Z top five on on nostalgia if I'm really like trying to argue for, for sure. it. But, like, if we're talking best all around from animation to story to, like, impact, it has impact and it has animation. But that story is 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 not up there compared to some of the other stories. Dragon
1: Ball Z could be contended for number one fights, number one comedy. Other than that, number yep. one what? Exactly. Number one most well-known anime? Exactly. I'm one of the big people, dog. I'm, like, when it comes to rap, when it comes to sports, when it comes to anime, I am one of those people that's like, hey, hey, hey. Don't get most well known, most popular confused with best. The best,
0: yeah, <laughs> or your
1: favorite, <laughs> yeah, or your favorite. I always tell people separate your favorite from the best because I could make a top ten best list, which shows that I haven't really given a ten out of ten.
0: Bro, you could make a a best a best shows a best anime list, and have maybe only three shonen in it. Yeah. Like, I, and and we're a very shonen heavy podcast because we love shonen and we love everything and shonen, shonen jump is does. Big. Shonen and is sh- big. And yeah, and but And the like, new era of shonen jump is next level. You could like. Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, uh, Bebop, Desert Punk, Dragon, Black Lagoon. But we could both name uh, fifty to like th- like That's what I'm watch. saying. There's so many that you could put that could arguably be in the top ten that people don't even know that much. Gundam, uh, Sailor Moon, uh, freaking. I'm trying to think of banana fish. I'm trying to think of just ones that people don't even say that are like just great anime. Lupin, Cla- like there's classics on classics like on classics. Basically, if you're making a top ten greatest anime of all time list, and anime
1: fans are looking at it, and every single person, whether it's like, casual nah. fan or knee deep fan, can tell that that's top ten animes that you know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Top ten only animes you've ever heard of. Then we're gonna start being like, okay, you look, you're looking a little crazy out here. Yeah, you're looking a little shaky. Your, your, your whole fucking, the whole foundation of your business is looking a little questionable now. Cause if I fuck with you, I'm looking at you like, Nigga, are you faking the funk? Have you been faking the funk since day one? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like when I look at Trippy Red, I'm like, oh, so you go, you quick to fake it to make it about some anime shit. Are you fake it to make it about your real gangster life shit? You know what I'm saying? Are you faking yeah. it to make it about all this? I know certain aspects he's really not. But at the same time, don't try to come jump in a conversation that's like me literally knowing I'm a big anime fan I call myself the weeb God. but if I hear some niggas talking about bleach I'm not gonna walk in that conversation like oh yeah y'all talking about bleach Uh, Kenpachi versus Ichigo best fucking fight I've ever seen cause that's the only fuck that's as far as I've gotten <laughs> like I'm just getting to Grimjow versus Ichigo. Oh yeah, Grimjow versus Ichigo shitting on it. I know you've, you, you've probably seen Aizen versus Ichigo, which I've never seen, but uh, Grimjow versus Ichigo shitting on that.
0: And we, we all know people like but that. There are them people like, that's yeah. going to
1: get in the conversation and be like, what? One Punch Man is the best anime of all time. Why? Because I don't like Dragon Ball Z and it goes against, it's like a parody of Shonen.
0: Did you see season two? No, I didn't know there was a season two out. Have you watched <laughs> any other anime? Uh, I watched maybe Naruto. Shut the fuck up
1: forever. Don't come try and to argue with me about it. And then the people
0: who are like, or with naruto and one piece the people are like yeah i watched the first 40 episodes but you know I, I didn't really get into it too much wait you didn't get to ship it in you didn't get to water seven yep. like and that's what, what it boils
1: down to it boils down to why are you talking about shit you don't know shit about yep. in high school i would hate talking to niggas who like hey let's argue about dragon ball z and they've never watched dragon ball like okay you're out of the you can't argue legitimately certain legitimately certain points because you don't you aren't fully educated
0: Yeah, no, I'm with you on that. Well, that's just a little discussion I wanted to have with you because of my mixtape and No Jumper, because I know we both saw it. One more thing, too, before
1: we get off it, I just got to wrap it up. My my opinion on
0: saying this. When you do that, you oversaturate real
1: market. Like me, I'm an anime rapper. When you try to anime rap, and the only thing you can say is, oh, I go Super Saiyan like Goku, you making that shit look whack to the point where niggas are looking at me like that's whack, and I put my heart into this shit. When you are uh, my mixtape, you're doing a top... A top 10 um, greatest anime of all time. There's YouTubers that literally keep their YouTube channels filled with shit, but they also keep their Twitter fan base on lock with shit like that, with certain polls, with like four pictures yeah. saying which one is the best. You're making niggas not want to do that shit because they just thinking the whole shebang is corny. You taking food out of people's mouths who are feeding their kids with this shit. That's like you literally going to college getting a job and then some nigga is just faking the funk and like shitting on your shit like not even really doing no good shit you know what I'm saying making your shit look whack by doing bootleg versions of your shit And but that's
0: but and that's life but in, in terms of anime we just wanted to let that be known cause it's like don't support that like don't like you just gotta call it out man we gotta call out when people faking the phone you
1: gotta be authentic with everything you can say exactly. i fuck with anime and i'm not gonna be like one of the gatekeepers and be like but have you watched this you could be like hey i fucks with anime i've only watched dragon ball an hour to though but i'm open to more ideas but if you're that guy you can't be like i am the king of anime i know <laughs> every- subscribe to my youtube buy my anime products because i know everything about anime and it's like you don't You like yeah. you're literally trying to you see a wave You see it's monetizable, and you're trying to cash grab that bitch.
0: We have one question this week. It is from Brad. Brad asks, what's the best anime of the year in you guys' opinion so far? Interesting question, Brad. This one for me is... It's answered. I have the answer. And uh, I definitely think there's some contenders that can uh, come in. And it's best new anime, not best returning season. So... As of now, I go Demon Slayer 1, Promise Neverland 2, Fire Force 3, Vinland Saga, Oh uh, I go Demon Slayer 1, Promised Neverland 2, Dororo 3, Fire Force, Vinland, with Well with Well, I guess I can't count Dororo because it's a remake. So I won't count that. I'll go Demon Slayer one, Promise Neverland two, Fire Force Three, Vinland Four, with Vinland and Fire Force both probably gonna pass up Promise Neverland. And that's not because I dislike Promise Neverland. That's just because I read the manga before and the story just hit me different. But Demon Slayer to me is the best anime of the year, best new anime of the year so far.
1: Uh with me, it's the exact same. Demon Slayer number one, Promise Neverland number two, Fire Force number three, but then I get into the I, the must mentions like uh, Doro, um, Doro, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, Doro, Dororo, Dororo. Dororo. <laughs> yeah, uh, Astral Lost in Space, you know what I'm saying? So, um, solid, there was one more, I don't know if we mentioned it. Or, oh, Vinland Saga, those all gotta be mentioned because they're dope, but those are ones that I've maybe seen two or three episodes of, so I can't really say they're in my my best of the year, best of the year, but my for sure best of the year is Power Force, Doctor. Oh, wait, I didn't say Dr. Stone, yeah, man. you didn't even say Dr. Stone, uh. Well, Doctor Stone is my number four. Like number four, Doctor Stone. Well, number three is tied with Doctor Stone and Fire Force. Cause as much as I love Doctor Stone, Fire Force is booting up for me. But yep. neither one of them surpass each other in my mind just quite yet. And See, then, promise neverland and Demon Slayer.
0: Doctor Stone for me, I read like it's no different from like the. St- so like once you know that story. I, I find they're executing it very well. Though. No, they are. They're doing a good job, for sure. But man, I th- I feel like Fire Force for me will be the number two for me when it's at the end of the year when we do the end of the year awards. Shinra, I I don't think Shinra's gonna pass t- Tanjiro, but we're gonna have a lot of race for Rookie of the Year. I don't even think Fire Force will pass up I Promise Neverland to me. I feel like well, I, I don't think it will for you either because that is, first season is oh yeah is incredible. Sure. Like that's that's my experience I had with the manga, so I I know why for you sure. it's not gonna pass up for you. See, my thing is
1: and we could get, get into this later for sure, but I just am not there yet for, for Fire Force. And that's Ooh, not me saying okay. I don't like it, because I do. I like it enough to where, like, if I really didn't like it, I'll tell you, I'm like, bro, we could talk about Fire Force, but I can't talk too much about it because I haven't seen the last couple of episodes. <laughs> yeah. I've watched all the episodes, and not because, not as homework for the pod. It's, I'm... I'm,
0: I'm Genuinely watching it it's not like Goblin Slayer. I
1: genuinely like Goblin Slayer, I was fucking with it because it was new, but I was like, I, I gotta drop it. I had to drop it. <laughs> Fire Force is not gonna get the drop from me, period. I, I'm invested now. Like to the point where I'm like, okay, I'm here for the run. I'm here for the ride. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm here for the ride for separate reasons. Cause a lot of I'm, I'm watching Twitter hype this shit up. And to me, it's good. It's top three of the year so far. But I'm still on the fence of, like, how far is this going to pull me until I drop it.
0: Yeah, the Fire Force manga niggas are really, like, yo, y'all don't know what's coming. And like, I read, like, two chapters ahead of the, the most recent episode. So, like, I, I fuck with But I don't know what's and coming. It has a lot of potential and, because and, the first four episodes got me, like, oh, so oh, this is more than what I thought. Like, I really love the characters of that show. We'll get into the review when we talk about For that. For sure. I don't want to the too much. I really, like the, 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 like, the group's characters. Like, I really think it's a great cast of characters. But... Yeah, I don't like the manga. People who read it are like, "Oh, yeah, Fire Force, top, top, top." For sure. So, like, we'll we'll see. But hope that answers your question, Brad. Let's get into this week's review. Like I said, since we've been gone for so long, we will get back to our two episodes, uh, not next week, but the week after. We're back on schedule, and when we come back, the episode will be out on Thursday. And since we were gone, a lot of chapters of Samurai Eight popped off so we just want to talk about the arc that uh we missed. So since we've been gone, Chris, what what do you think of the most recent chapters of Samurai 8?
1: Um the most recent chapters of Samurai 8, I feel like this is His what I've been waiting died, for dad died, bro. This is what I've been waiting for for sure. I was look, give me give me my give me my puntos. I call that one. I ain't gonna lie. I didn't expect that to happen that fast. Uh but it's crazy. It it it, it booted up. I heard people say a lot of things about this, uh, where the arc was going. And I feel like they were all false present. Like on Twitter, I was seeing people say this. Oh, the, uh, a lot of shit was uh, getting said. And I'm sitting there like, I don't know, man. I-, I feel like this is going to turn into something we've never seen before. And Indeed. it really is. Like it- it's, de- it's delivering on,
0: uh, what the fucks. We got our first villain out of the, uh, the peerless. He is a former puper of Dwarma. He also knows Hachikaku for some reasons that we still don't know quite yet. He comes to the planet. He's like, Bring me Hachimaru, bring me Hachikaku. He's trying to take his key. And he, he's like, I don't know what a key is. And Hachikaku knows where it is. And he's about to kill Hachiram, uh Hachimaru. Hachikaku steps in, takes the blast. Uh from, well, no, he gives him, he has like something prepared for him that's like a self-destruct thing in his body he does it but as he does it it's about to take his life in the process and it beats uh it doesn't beat him it it takes the peerless down to like half of his body that's pretty much chapter 11 chapter 12 we see uh him stepping back up and he's like Dwarma's like i need to save some i need to save some room because i need to get stronger like i need to hurry up and get right get back to my thing so I can help Hachimaru Hachimaru then st- his, after his dad dies he remembers his backstory when his dad was like I'm always be there for you this is how you be strong he tells Ann that he lied and he he's finally figured out what he wants to fight for Duarma's like oh he finally has something he draws his swords he's like I'm gonna protect the people here with me he gets struck in his eye but he still managed to sw- swing, a sw- uh, swing his blade get an attack going the other samurai is like he's starting to see his moves he's making a dodge the the peerless, uh, Asa the peerless, ends up striking him in his chest. And then he's like, you can't make it anymore. You're not tough. And Hachima, and Hachikaku's like, no, Hachimaru, you're tough. And he ends up sending a slice through the peerless. And the chapter ends with Dwarma finally being ready to go. He After Hachimaru does a nice strike, Dwarma pretty much gets his style ready. And he sends this big lion-like cat attack on him and it pretty much destroys Asa the peerless but we find out that that wasn't really him we find out that that was like a i don't want to know if it's say a hologram but it was like a replica and then the real one's still out there we also we also find out that we that Hachimaru has brothers and they look exactly like him Chrisa what did you think with the most recent chapter episode, chapter 13 well for sure with the
1: most recent thing you said like with the uh uh Hachimaru's brothers and with the other guy being like a uh, an imitation version of himself, uh, whether it be hologram, whether it be, like, clone kind of deal. Um, I feel like those two are going to tie into each other super hard. The fact that there's a million other Hachimarus uh, that are calling themselves his brothers, and the yeah. fact that they're, the guy who was there essentially wasn't there, I feel like that's going to tie into each other uh, next chapter or chapter after. But, I feel like
0: this dude is p- potentially Rochimaru type like, Hachikaku was a scientist to build something for him. I feel like he... Even though Orochimaru was a scientist, I feel like this dude's a schemer. Like, I feel like these Hachimaru brothers are clones of Hachimaru for some reason. And I feel like Hachikaku made those clones and it they failed, whereas the one that Hachimaru became was the one that would work. In it, and that's why he took him off planet, tried to hide him. I feel like we're going to find more about this. But man, the fight with... Uh, Hachimaru standing up for himself, having his, his hero moment because his dad died was dope. Seeing Dwarma's full capabilities was dope. Bro, that even attack, seeing that, bro, that fucking, uh, what's it called? Like, sus- l- Susanoo kind of attack. That shit yeah. was hard. And even seeing the other samurai use his guns because he wasn't even like a sword samurai. He was like a gunsmith. Yeah. Like, seeing just how this world is being built. I'm really loving Samurai 8 right now. I- I'm loving it, too. Like, I'm not going to lie. it's I've,
1: This is what I've been waiting for. I was on the fence. Like, I, I knew I liked Samurai 8. I knew I was going to like Samurai 8 but I was letting it unfold. I was letting mysteries get unsolved. And every time, every question I had that got answered, it got answered in a way that I was pleased with and seeing the direction that the shows going in and also seeing the action pick up and seeing your first like big moment happen besides the first kind of moments. I'm, I'm enjoying it way more and more every chapter. I'm, I'm liking where this is going. It, it, I, I came into this expecting uh, to find a lot of Naruto similarities or see like Naruto 2.0 kind of thing, but this is its own thing. Yeah. And I'm, I'm enjoying what it's turning into be. There's a lot of similarities low key.
0: But it's standing on its own. And I'm
1: loving the way it's taking a whole different direction than anything I've ever seen done before. Not with Naruto, not with other shonen.
0: No, 100%. Let's get into Fire Force episode 3 of Fire Force because there's only two episodes we have to talk about. I'm going to just read the uh the title. I'm going to read the 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 description. Episode 3: The Rookie and Fire Soldier Games. Shinra and Arthur compete in the Rookie Fire Soldier Games, a contest to test the abilities of each year's new recruits. However, they're interrupted at the goal by a mysterious man known as Joker, who created explosions at their last fire scene. In this episode, we see the game start in Shinra and and Arthur and them meet Joker, who is this villain-ass dude with the eye patch. He. We also meet the scientist who made the uh, ashes that, that have been combusting that he threw around. This episode is basically just, who who's this mysterious villain? Like, what does he have to do with spontaneous combustion? Is he in charge? We know that the ashes that he had can explode. And we see Shinra stand his own and get to his next step of, of hero. We also find out that Joker tells Shinra that his brother's still alive somewhere. And we don't know where, and he also knows the mystery behind it. So that was pretty much episode three. Chris, what do you think of episode three, the rookie Fire Soldier game? This is the first episode of Fire Force,
1: because episode one, I was like, okay. Episode two, I was like, cool. But episode three, I was like, all right, here we go. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? I saw uh, the new guy, Buku Mystery. Don't know what the fuck is going on with that. Love it. Love the fact that he's like, yeah, your brother. I, I'm still like, how the fuck does he know all this? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm still in that stage. But just the just fact. That is tying in, and it's more than just, okay, Shinra's this main hero character, his mom and his brother died, we're not gonna know shit about that, that's just, uh, his backstory, just his backstory, and it's throwaway backstory, this backstory is gonna have something to do with whatever we're about to de- uh, deal with in the next few arcs, episodes, who knows, but all I know is, it's more to it than what I originally thought, and I love more to it type of shit, because, no, I'm with you on that, if they deliver on it, which I feel like they will, I'll be sold, head over heels for it, like everybody else, but as far as, right now, I'm, Intrigued for sure, especially at the villain. I want to know how he ties into uh Shinra. backstory. Shimmer, yeah, I'm loving the the more the the characters that are getting introduced and shit like that. I know um what was it, Maki that was introduced? Yeah, uh, Maki was introduced. Homeboy with the sword. I'm fucking with him more. And Arthur, more. Arthur, Arthur, that's my guy. I'm fucking
0: with Arthur low key. Uh. And then we saw the uh, girl who worked under the commander for uh Sector 1 who who saved Shinra, the girl with the, like, fox cat powers. She with that. was I there. Love we met her. That.
1: Like, I love that shit. That is raw. Those fox cat powers are hard. Yep. Like, then, the, I love that. The whole cast, like, I love this whole crew. The, uh, she does, like, the, the thing like Naruto did when he was, like, Nine-Tail
0: Beast mode kind of thing? No, 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 no. That's not. Maki's the witch. Oh that's that's in Shinra's Squad and Squad Eight.
1: That's one with the, like the the, the 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 one he grabbed her ass and titties and shit. Yeah, yeah. Okay, with that's her, the one that shot
0: the fireball. Bo- Wait, no, she didn't. He didn't grab her ass. In, no, he grabbed the one from Squad One's ass and titties. That's that's the Fox girl. Okay,
1: yeah, that's that's what I'm fucking with. Yeah. i fuck with her. And by the way, I'm a etchy nigga. I love that pervy type shit, but I hate the way they executed it in. The show, this show, and its predecessor, Soul Eater, and I love Soul Eater. Soul Eater is my top ten, but this author, bro, he he sneaks the etchy in there at the beginning, and he does it so like mercilessly and so like it was so weird how that dude just grabbed her titties and grabbed yeah, her out of nowhere. Ice in it it was like, all right, you threw that in there, kind of kind of odd. Like it, it was cool just seeing her in whatever the fuck she had on, but then what? it they went a little extra with it. It reminded me of, like, the first three episodes. And this is manga exclusive. I actually read the first couple chapters of Fire Force and saw this, that really? scene. But it rubbed me the wrong way in the, in the manga. And I was like, maybe the anime will do it better. And the anime did it worse. So I'm like, all right, <laughs> that's that's weird. That's a strike for me on some etchy shit. But that had nothing to do with the overall. <laughs> the, yeah, the that was my little, I had to get my pet peeve <laughs> off about that because the that was my pet peeve about Soul Leader 2. And it's just making me think the author is like, okay, don't do etchy,
0: y'all. Make the, <laughs> that's you, not your vibe. Your
1: badass shit, is, that's your bag. Like, your badass act. Action, crazy, action, crazy, story crazy story is your bag. Guys, the etchy action, shit, I know you I gotta appeal, appeal, to appeal to these to young, young niggas, but it's, it's, it's weird when you be getting that bag. So.
0: <laughs> Episode four is titled The Hero and the Princess. A call mistakenly comes into uh, squad eight to rescue a dog out of the tree to which Shinra and Arthur respond. However, when an inferno suddenly appears at the district courthouse, the Too Much play catch up and join the rest of the company. The inferno's there because There's this firefighter who was a former firefighter who became a serial killer. He stopped saving people and he started killing people. He was on trial, but the government didn't want to blame the fire fire force because they're responsible for saving a lot of people and they didn't want that bad press. So they gave him not guilty and it just turned out that he combusted into fire and became an inferno after his uh, trial went out, but unlike the Infernos before, this one was cognizant of, and had thought, and he knew who he was, he runs out of the courthouse, Shinra and him have a fight, Shinra and, them inca- Shinra and Arthur incapacitate him, and then the squad leader of squad five comes in p- into play, because it's in between squad eight and squad five district, and she's like, I'm taking it, Shinra's like, no, the head of uh squad eight, a to- uh, I believe it's a Kobe or a Toby comes up to face Squad 5 and Squad 5 is like, we outrank you. We are taking it from him for resource research. And they're like, nah, we want to kill it and send it like we're supposed to do. And they're like, nah, we're taking it for resource, but we'll give you information when we find it and we'll let you know what's what. So, that was pretty much that episode. Chris, how'd you feel about episode 4? I fucked with
1: that one. I'm not gonna lie. I fucked with episode 3 a little bit more, but uh... I think it's just because I don't like the new character introduced because she and her squad is some assholes. They're like cocky as fuck. On it's Princess weird...
0: Habana. She's yeah. she annoying, weird, She's like cocky. a
1: dominatrix. Yeah, and it's like, I fucks with the theme of like, okay, she may be like a, not maybe villain, but like anti-hero kind of villain. Maybe villain? Later? I don't know. I'm not a manga nigga. But I do know that she pissed me off a little bit and I feel like I'm ready for them to fuck like I'm on they, I'm on Shinra squad right now I'm like ooh we gotta fucking you know what I'm saying yeah and I definitely like seeing the inferno who was very self aware cause that's like okay y'all getting there fast <laughs> you know what I'm saying I thought we was gonna have like a whole arc full of like beginner like infernals where they just do the missions but this seems like we getting into yeah, it. the plot twist. And early why initially.
0: is he? Why is he doing this? Like, why did he turn out like that? Like, not mm-hmm. the other inferno seem natural. This one seems unnatural. So I feel like Joker has something to do with this. For sure. And I feel like this all ties together. But we didn't get three episodes of Fire Force because they they. Took that break for, because of the fire at uh, Kiyonie Annie at uh, Kyoto Annie the Kyoto Animation and now they're back and, going strong. And so definitely that's like prayers and uh, thoughts and prayers go to them still yeah. because that's still a
1: devastating thing. One hundred percent. People died. They produced classics and this is like a real issue. That was some fucked up shit. Like that's that's on some like Japan, uh, Japan version of like some mass shooting type shit and it was very disheartening to see that shit and I was very. Uh, happy to hear that Fire Force took uh episode off out of respect for that so I just had to throw that out there because that's a that's a big deal and I, I, feel like I, I donated a little bit of money to the one of the GoFundMe to the them. call
0: yeah and I, I was promoting I, I mean I didn't donate too. much I
1: donated what I had but I just I, felt I that gave, obligation
0: like, I gave two bucks yeah I, yeah. You know I'm saying so I, like, the, like just to help out and I, I made sure I passed like the, that uh, shit hit me hard when that happened I, that's one thing I was not expecting to happen you gotta support the community man for sure but with Demon Slayer how many episodes have been since is it been like four or has it been like oh it's been four it's been four. Alright, I'm gonna read the description of the past four and then we'll just talk about because it, it's a little arc. It's the Mount uh Natagumo arc. Their next destination is the north-northwest. Tandro and Nazuko head towards Mount Natagumo with Zinitsu and Inosuke. This mountain is covered with spider webs and is swarming with innumerable spiders, leaving the cowings, leaving the cowering Zinitsu behind. Tandro and Inosuke head up the mountain where they run into fettered fellow demon slayers entangled in spider webs. Th- uh Tanjiro and Inosuke battle the demons this is the next episode Tanjiro and Inosuke battle the demon slayers trapped by the spider webs after slashing the threads and destroying the webs they head deeper into the mountains the farther they advance through the forest the thicker the threads become and under the and those under their control start moving in ways impossible for a human being stopping the demon slayers without hurting them isn't going to be easy but then Tanjiro makes his move the next episode is Episode 17, one of the 12 uh, Kizuki, a direct subordinate of Muzan, Kitsubuji, is here on the mountain somewhere when Tanjiro slays the mother uh, spider demon of Mount Natagumo, he learns that a demon who might be the hold the key to turning Nezuko back into human is somewhere in the forest. With the battered and no-scanned in toe, he heads deeper into the forest. Meanwhile, Zenitsu trudges f- of through the woods only to encounter a spider with a human face the last episode Tanjiro and Inosuke face off against the father spider of mount of demon mount Natagumo Tanjiro unleashes an attack only to get hurled by the demon overwhelming power landing near a river he comes upon the young demon Ryu torturing his sister spider demon Ryu calls the bond of terror hatred of families bond Tanjiro's enrage so begins the battle between Ryu and Tanjiro so let's start off with the beginning of the mountain He goes up the mountain Him and Inosuke Zenichu get separated And they end up meeting The mother of this spider clan And they have a little fight I thought that fight was gruesome We get to see the demon slayers Getting their bones bended And twisted from Man, the we webs. saw motherfuckers
1: die. Yeah We saw them Bruh Bro, this, this fucked me <laughs> up, bro. Because this arc's fire. I'm watching her use the demon slayers as puppets, right? Yeah. And that's already crazy because when you find out that she's not giving a fuck, these they're just puppets, ragdolls to her. He don't, she don't care. If she's breaking bones, twisting limbs.
0: Well, well, no, she she did care at first because she wasn't trying to do that. But then when the when her, when the brother Ryu was like, "You need to do this fast. You need to get rid of them. She that's when she started like going crazy. Doing, yeah, going crazy, see, breaking their ribs and doing all kind of at crazy. At that point, shit. I started seeing that. And i was like, "Ooh, here comes demon slayer
1: with that." That's your gruesomeness because I ain't gonna lie <laughs> Demon Slayer takes it there with the gruesomeness it does and one of the main things I love about Hunter Hunter is that it's such an inner uh, uh innocent show looking like and then you see killer ripping niggas heart out and you're like oh whoa whoa where the <laughs> fuck did this energy come from you see uh homegirl with the bees in her head get shot the fuck up and like a million times then it was like overkill it's like this show is not that, that yeah this show's dark this, it's like okay it's shown and okay you want to see the main characters win but first few arcs, you saw Tandero get his ribs fucked up, broken. You saw him get his arm broken, and he's like running around with his sword in his mouth on some Zoro shit. So yeah. I'm loving the action. And not in a good way. I'm loving the fact that they're not holding back with the action, the gruesomeness, because it, it keeps me on my on my toes, because they don't do it overkill to where I'm not, I'm getting sick of it. It's like, oh, y'all doing too much. It's yeah. like, it hits exactly how hard it's supposed to hit. Like, whenever the first characters, you see these, de- these demon slayers die. Like, whenever... You know, Tandro was like, "All right, I gotta save these niggas and shit." And all of a sudden, next cracked. I'm like, "Whoa!" Yeah, I was like, "What?" The i was fuck? like, "Damn!" So y'all really gonna kill all them? I was hoping he could save them. Like, and they tried. The fucking Luffy would have saved the niggas.
0: And they did. They did a cool way, like how they ended up killing that demon when a noskate threw him in the air. And Tandro was about to go for the vicious kill, but mm-hmm. then when that when the demon was like, "I just accept my fate. I don't. I didn't want to do any of this." just kill me so I can be at peace. Tanjiro does the coolest thing and gives her the peaceful death where it just felt like rain was dropping on her face. And I thought they animated that. beautiful. That was, that like was one of my amazing, favorite scenes of scene. Demon Slayer so far. And I, I read the like, manga for that and the, the anime executed it like 10
1: times. And the, the manga looks beautiful. The anime, the anime they did, did it $10, yeah. better, bro. They killed that like, I ain't gonna lie Seeing him kill her And seeing the fact that She had remorse She didn't really want to be Doing that type of shit Seeing the fact that She was being tortured and You know what I'm saying Like not really tortured But tortured Yeah being forced to do it Uh Seeing Tandro having sympathy for her and still killing her is like this is what I want to see. I don't want to see... do my job, but I'm gonna do it the right yeah, way. I don't want to see the main character be like, "Oh, I'm sensitive. I don't want to kill him." I want to see the, the 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 internal struggle of him having to kill them, yeah. knowing he doesn't want to kill them, and having to, all right, I'm mean, at least put them out of their misery. That demon. shows
0: how good of a person Tandro is. Like he's like, I wish I could help change you back from a demon, but that still doesn't change the fact you killed all these demon slayers. But because you didn't want to do this. I'll give you the peaceful death mm-hmm. that you deserve. It's like, you're not Nezuko. You're not, like, not killing nobody. Yeah, you're exactly. killing people. <laughs> I got to put you down. It's like, I know
1: you're not necessarily wanting to be bad, but the demon shit took you over. The demon shit got Nezuko, but she's still Nezuko.
0: And, or, or like those other demons who, the one who go around being the doctor and don't eat blood. Like, exactly. Yeah,
1: they're, like, like, they're good demons. They're good demons, so he's not going to kill them. But as far as her, he's like, I feel bad for you. I don't want to do you this, gotta but go. you gotta, I got to take
0: you out. Yep, and that that's their fight, that's the beginning fight. Uh Inosuke gets real injured, and while that's going on, we see our boy Zenitsu. Get in his first
1: see, battle. Right before we get into that, I gotta throw this out there too, because that's why Tandero is climb and climb and climb and in my favorites. Because at the beginning, it looked like he was gonna be one of those. Oh, I'm sympathetic for these demons, but he's still like he still
0: got cold heart. You see yeah. his
1: character, the character growth with him. He's still a good guy. He's like wants to be morally
0: just, but at the same time, he ain't the world he to lives fuck in is too. The world he lives in is too dark. Like he's gonna try to pass along his good nature and be a good human, but. He, it's it's like what uh, his his trainer told him. It's like you can't be too kind hearted. You st- this world it will spit you out and chew you out. He these demons don't care about you, and you're in a situation where Nezuko's different. For sure, like, and, and you have to maintain that 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 differentness because if you if you don't, you have to kill her and then kill yourself. That's a promise he made to his to teacher. Literally. So that's that's why I'm liking Tandro is growth more and more. He's just getting to be more and more savage every day. Yeah. It's like oh,
1: this is a real this is a real life, and real you can niggas. see him
0: getting stronger. Like as he's fighting demon after demon the weaker ones can't mess with him but we are gonna see in this new battle how he do cause he's about to fight a real one. Zinitsu's in his first fight with a demon. This demon who's turning uh demon slayers into spiders. One of the spiders accidentally bite him so the poison's starting to course through Zinitsu's body. He has like 40 seconds until he can't move. So in that 40 seconds he faints and then we find out Zinitsu's background. We find out he was trained by this this master who, who was patient with him and we find out Zinitsu's an orphan and he this guy took him in and, and, and Pushed him to be great, and he was like, Look, I know you can't do all these moves, but if you can learn one, it'll be worth it. And 2's training worked because when he was in sleep mode, he turns into a badass fighter. He gets off his thunderclap, his breath of the thunderclap, and boy, was that badass. He zoops, zoops, zoops around all of them, kills that spider, and just lands on top of the building, poisoned, and, and keeping his breath until someone can come help him. And I thought that was great character development for 2 because he never quit, and every time he quit, he saw his grandpa's words. So that was dope. In the, the in the last episode that happens, just to finish off Zenitsu's story arc, because this is pretty much it. The we meet one of the uh, twelve. We meet one of the pillars, one of the lead, one of the strongest demon slayers, and she comes in, and we think she's gonna save him. That's what we assume. But Inosuke and Tanjiro are fighting the father, this big ass monster. Oh wait, I gotta say one thing about the little fucking spiders.
1: Creepiest fucking spider human hybrid shits I've ever seen. Yeah, they were pretty that bad. That made me visibly uncomfortable. Like when two turned around, I was like, ah! I was like, oh, all right. Yeah. That's what no, I was like. Uh. I about with the manga nigga at that point in time. So I was like, whoa, what the fuck is that? I was like, it kind of made, not saying it made me jump, like a jump scare, but it made me like, ooh, like I was yeah. uncomfortable seeing that because I wasn't <laughs> expecting that. Like, it was well, like, boom, oh, what the fuck? And then you saw more of them, and I was definitely hyper fuck to see 2 do that. Zeni2 is like yeah. one of my, he has one of my
0: favorite uh, breathing Move, Bro, I, I told you, his breathing technique is cooler than Tandruff's right, water snaps. <laughs> like, to me. Like, I wish we knew
1: his other moves. I was saying on uh, Twitter the other day, his sword is uh, my favorite sword. Like, I'm a sucker for oh, sword. Oh, the yellows? Oh yeah, like I bought the fucking uh, whenever we went to Mechacon, I bought the Zoro uh, the Shusui blade. sword, like the one yeah. with the little peace sign looking shit on the front. But if they had the Zenitsu sword with the little lightning bolt on it, I, that was getting
0: bought. Bro, on the if spot. they if they would have had a Nosuke's, because I asked them, I was like, do you have any Demon yeah, Slayer swords? Too, was they asking. was like, no. If they had a Nosuke's little wrapped blade, I would have got, I would have bought Bro, those, I'd've like bought the Inosuke ones. I'd have dropped
1: the bag and bought the Inosuke ones and the Zenitsu ones, honestly. Yeah. Them, those
0: things are fucking badass but like we said, after Tanjiro uh, defeats the, the web spider, the, they end up running into the father spider, Tanjiro and Inosuke both can't cut him they end up fighting, Tanjiro does a bad move, uh, does a a move to try to strike him to save Inosuke. He saves him for a little bit, but he still gets pushed out the way. Inosuke's getting cut up. Tanjiro tries to strike him again, and then the father sends Tanjiro off into the mountains far away, and is left to fight the father by himself. Inosuke is running away. He's like, "No, that's not me. I need to stand up and fight him." He he ends up striking his arm, cuts his arm off, and then the monster runs away. When the monster runs away, Inosuke charges at him, but the monster sheds its skin and and it becomes even stronger, grabs Inosuke by the head, starts beating him up, and then all of a sudden, Gyutomui, I believe that's his name, the pillar who brought uh, Tandro to Herakadaki. He ends up coming through, kick, cutting that demon, slicing that demon up like it was nothing, oh, saving Inosuke. And that, that was pretty much the end of Inosuke's little part in this story. And we get to see... Well, he didn't kill the demon fully. We get to see the full fight next episode. But... Chris, just your quick thoughts on this section of the story before we finish off. Them niggas got their shit rocked. <laughs> yeah, they rocked, did. <laughs> rocked, rocked. Whenever that boy it, daddy, it shows daddy came the difference out. Of, it shows the difference of strength between the pillars Man. and where uh, Inosuke and uh, even Tandero are. But
1: I ain't gonna lie, Inosuke will always be my nigga because he's just raw. And what I'm loving about seeing Inosuke and Tandero's relationship is that Tanjiro's in his head, is like, nigga, we friends now, nah, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. And with Inosuke, he's sitting there like, damn, this nigga is really... Like I thought, I was that nigga. But this nigga, that nigga. <laughs> yeah, and he's sitting there like the whole time. Tandero is like, uh, I think this is early on, before this Nitsu shit. But whenever you see uh move and do shit, and case getting jealous the whole time, he's looking at him like, "Bitch, I could do that shit. Like I don't give yeah. a fuck. Like you talking to me like you better than me. Like I am just as cold as you, if not colder than you." But then when he did that move where he
0: cut down the tree against the father, he was like, "Dude, this dude's thinking two steps ahead." Exactly.
1: Like- so now he's I, like, whenever you saw him, well, especially after you saw Tendro get the shit knocked out of him, where he's like. They said Lying. that for flying. Yeah. The uh whatever you seen in react to that. He's he's slowly starting to stop reacting to it as like a a childish. Which to me, I could have been cool with the whole show being that. That like I said, but the it shows growth. Show. I like it. It shows, it shows character realistic yeah. character growth because he literally just met Tanjiro and he was acting just how you would expect his type of character to. And I love that. But it's then, showing that
0: they're becoming friends I, When
1: I say I wouldn't have minded it lasting forever, a, a point I would not wanna see him uh, seen growth, but I expected him to keep going with that attitude and, and having that rivalry and being like the comic relief for the longest. And the, the comic rivalry, I'm sure, is still gonna be there. Yeah, I still
0: think that'll be there. But I feel like he'll he'll respect him, but never say exactly. it. Exactly.
1: Like now I feel like he's getting to the point where he's gonna stop with the child, not saying the childishness, because he's a nose cage. But I feel like he's gonna stop with the the um, every time Tandro does anything, he has to instantly outdo him. I feel like now he's gonna start getting to the point where they got he he knows he, he has to with work the flow. together. Yeah. He knows like this is his rival, but it's also like okay, we on the same squad like on some Vegeta and Goku they fight together like there was a long bro. You know how long it was like how long it took Vegeta to actually stop
0: uh being an asshole. Cell Saga man yeah like literally even, but even even, even Cell Saga he was still like oh do something wrong I'm a, like like when he turned Super Saiyan at the beginning he was just waiting for Goku Bro, to get back to fight him even, like, even the
1: Majin Saga he went Majin Vegeta just yeah, to give did. Goku them hands it, it wasn't till Super till he was like humbling himself One, to be like no, I still want to be I'm better a, no
0: I'm gonna give it to it's when he sacrificed himself right. when he, that's the when little, he changed yeah when he said in, in, even you Kakarot yeah, and that was the official change of Vegeta but that's the end of the whole series <laughs> yeah no you're
1: right and the, the fact the thing is like you see in Inosuke uh Kinda, like a couple a couple
0: episodes after we meet him. Like. I,
1: I feel like I'm excited to see him still go at the rivalry from a point where we're on the same team, but I'm no, we're a, trying to get stronger like I know than you. We me and you tied for captain of the team, but I'm trying to be the, the fucking Red Ranger. You're gonna be the fucking blue ranger. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I am interested to see how that dynamic's gonna work, and I'm loving it so far. Like just the no, just the interactions between Inosuke and Tanjiro is like I'm loving it. And plus just seeing Inosuke himself, him being my favorite character, I'm watching for him. So when he cut that nigga's arm off, I was like, yes,
0: yeah, you got to show your him. ass,
1: bro. You got to, you can't beat a Vegeta to his Goku. You got to show Tanjiro because whenever they first had that fight, like, Inosuke they were pretty even. technically like just as strong, if not stronger, they're neck and neck. If Tanjiro's not stronger than Inosuke, he's stronger than him at this. And if is not stronger than Tanjiro, he's stronger than him in this way. Yeah. So I'm loving to see that play out. I, I feel like we're not going to see a Goku and Vegeta. We're going to see two equal, yeah, two equal e- rivals kind of yeah you're not gonna kinda, see a, a yeah. fucking gary oak and a fucking Ash catch you're gonna see two niggas that's really on Naruto the same Sasuke, Naruto but like Sasuke. Not, yeah. exactly but on the same squad forever
0: well while tanjiro's flying in the air he ends up landing doing a move to save him he ends up running into the sun demon who seems like the leader and he's torturing his sister and he, uh the the, the ryui or the sun demon was like our bonds is forged off of with family and his blood and he and uh, these and think your bonds like Alec, believing in love and all that stuff that's fickle. It bond, it's bound off of fear and knowing that I'm stronger in power. And Tanjiro said that they have fake bonds because Tanjiro's thinking of him and his sister. And Ryu just is like, oh, "Okay, say that again, bro. Say that again." Then this random demon slayer walks in and he just slices him from walking into the web. Like all it turns, he turns into cubes. And Tandros like, "Whoa, I got to be ready." He's like, "Yeah, say that again, nigga. Speak, talk that talk. Say <laughs> yeah. what you gonna say. Wait, let me see them hands. Where you at?" And that's how the episode ends. We're going to see what what Tandro has next. Crystal, what would you think of this 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 arc so far, the Mount uh Nagumono arc so far of uh, Demon Slayer? Love the spider wife getting killed, Spider-Mom, whatever.
1: Love Zenitsu killing the other spider fucking minions. Love seeing uh Inosuke cut off the arm of the dad. Love seeing Tandro versus the son. Yeah, bro, it's escalating in coldness. Like, this show we is getting get the better pillars. and better.
0: Like, I'm... I'm Because ex- then we get the pillars of oh, the yeah. demon organization. I'm not
1: as far as you in the manga, but I'm a little bit past the anime, so I'm way excited to see this shit get animated. These next few episodes are going to be crazy. It's going to be litty. But as far as this episode right now, seeing that kid, like, the the kid, I... I, I you see my little Jumputi Warrior, uh, Poochie yeah. Hero shirt where I have all the little chippy characters? Oh, yeah, he's on there. He's on there. And I didn't think, like... I made the shirt. You know what I'm saying? I, I took... I pick-sticked all that shit together. Not pick stitch, but yeah, I put it all
2: together. Put it together, yeah. But at the
1: same time, I saw the Chibi character, and I saw the mom, I saw the son, I saw the dad. I thought that that was someone unrelated. Until I see the fight, I'm like, okay, now I'm seeing it the same character, yeah. and he is bad ass enough to be this arc's main villain kind of thing. Yeah, Because... Bro, he does some some shit. And again, with my point to where Tandro is growing on me, uh, episode by episode, he's getting his use K your on. Where he's like talking that shit. He's sitting there like he. I love the one thing I love about Tandro is he's not gonna hold his tongue.
0: Tandro's very use K because he talks his shit. He won't hold his tongue, but then he'll get beat up a little bit. Exactly. And then like get his power through his fr- Like he he has use K qualities in that. Sense. But the thing. The, especially like uh, the way he like blurts shit out because
1: with the shit he says is like something that usually in anime you'll hear somebody say in their head and, yeah the thing and like he's sitting there like this is my sister and you'll see the character be like man it's not your fucking sister that shit fake this nigga just blurted it out like yeah. in the middle of like Shit where it wasn't about to be just like a fight or argument. It was about to be like some some hand to hand shit. This nigga just like, fuck that. You, that shit fake. You a bitch. You fucking over your sister. like he can't control himself. He just like, he sees an injustice and it makes him so mad that he has to yell at that dude and be like, I know this dude could beat my ass. I might have to chill out with talking shit to him. I, I might not want to make him mad because then he'll really fuck me up. He's been fucking me up calmly. I don't want to make him mad making buck me up more he's not even worried about that he's just like you're a bitch and i got to let you know you're a bitch because i don't respect you and this conversation can't go no more you just made me mad
0: yeah no 100% and then and that's he got why. mad
1: back and then I was like at the edge of my seat like oh it's
0: on yeah it's on and I can't wait for that next episode but that's what Demon Slayer has just been so good week after week no week episode so far and this season has been great so shout out to Demon Slayer we'll review Dr. Stone next week as well as Vinland Saga we'll give you an update cause well no me and Chris actually decided we're gonna review Vinland Saga at the end of its run when they release all the episodes sure. but we will review Dr. Stone on the next episode cause I gotta watch some more the episodes, but we will get to that later. But now that's pretty much the show. But before we tell everybody where we they can follow us on social media, I wanted to talk to Chris a little bit about Weeb. <laughs> so, so this is the part of the show where Chris is getting a little interview, real quick, just because I got to talk to him about it because uh he needed to. We got we just got to talk about it because it's his album, it's his debut. And we got to talk, and I listened to it at, at MeccaCon, actually. Like, I listened to it yeah, on my way to MeccaCon and the all that first day Yep, 100%. So how do you feel, well, first question, do you consider this an album? I, it, it, uh, the
1: future will tell, but as of right now, I consider this to be my definitive, because I, I always consider the albums I dropped on New Year's of 2018 my definitive
0: debut, uh, album. debut
1: album. It was like a double album, and it was like me yeah. introducing myself as an artist to the world. I see this is my debut album as far as, and those were literally EPs because they were just eight songs apiece. They weren't, they were, it was like a double album, like like Nelly's Sweatsuits. Yeah. <laughs> they dropped the same day, had the same theme, but they were opposite, polar opposites of each other, uh, sound wise. I consider that to be my first album, but We've Got, I consider that to be my first debut anime album, and it's 19 tracks. So it's, I tried to give, I really put my foot into this. Like, you know, you know I've been yeah. rapping for a while, and you know, I've been doing anime rap for a while. Uh, when I first started it, I dropped Toonami as a mixtape. I dropped Tsunami Part Two, uh, Midnight Run, uh, afterwards. I've dropped instrumental mixtapes like Jump, uh, after, uh, themed after the the, the yeah. DS games and the PlayStation Three games.
0: Yeah, the Jump Force stuff. And uh, collection. yeah, the, the pre the J
1: Stars. But um, this is the first time where I'm like, okay, this is not a mixtape. I'm not putting this out for free. This this is the first album I've dropped on this anime wave aside from like singles like Super with Chapo like Sakio Uh, this one and Sakio to me is one of my least favorite songs even though uh, it's the one that's like it's one of my top three most popular and coming off of that vibe I wanted to show people like look I can do so much more musically And I could do so much more uh, with anime as well because I want to prove myself, stamp this anime shit because I've already felt like I've done enough. I've done enough to put me in the lead amongst my peers of anime rappers. But at the same time, I wanted to make this the definitive, like this is no questions asked because Tunami 1 was cool. Tsunami 2 was cool.
0: Nah, this shows like... I'm an like yeah I'm a rapper, but like in terms of like anime rap, I am the man. I, I I put my bars up against any of you guys' bars, and I'm showing y'all I go in depth, and y'all don't know it like I know. It. Like I was like from Japan to when you did Loudmouth anime character to when you went into every Loudmouth that there was, literally comparing it to like you you t- comparing it to the loud, then getting into your six 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 stuff. That's a whole separate anime that you just went on that, and then Phantom Troop, all about uh. The Phantom Troop in in Hunter x Hunter. Then you have the Tagashi stuff shouting out just Tagashi in like his creations. Pegasus, you straight Yu Yu Hak. I'm no, not uh, not Yu Yu You straight Yu references in that one. You got you even gave a Doctor Stone reference track with Doctor Stone in, in where you go into those references. And there's so many in so many songs. What. What would you say your favorite song is on the album? Ah, if you had Japan, one.
1: for sure. That's why I put it so close to the beginning. But Japan, that one is hard. That's probably a few, gonna be the entry tops too. Like I got what like the other uh, six, six, six. Satan for sure. Japan, and this one kind of was like a single before, because it wasn't on Toonami, but it was like a single right before the, or not right before, but a few, uh, uh, like Project probably about ago. a year before maybe. But um, Pegasus. Yeah, nigga, that's a Yu Gi Oh song, bro. And like, yeah, that's what
0: I'm saying. It was straight Yu Gi Oh ball. That was
1: like, I don't watch Yu Gi Oh. I'm a grown ass man. I don't, I don't watch like, bro. I fell off of Yu Gi Oh after Yu Gi Oh. Like I wasn't watching five. What is it? Five DS or <laughs> I don't, I don't watch none of that shit. Three D, whatever the fuck like, it is. I don't watch Beyblade no more. But what I'm saying is, like, that was me tapping into my nostalgia, tapping into like. I didn't sit down, I down before I made before that, song that song and listen and watch song. like Buku Yu-Gi-Oh! I just literally went off of what I had in my deck in sixth grade, what I watched in sixth grade. So I'm sitting there like, I'm not one of these niggas that just watch the anime and just to rap about it. I'm, I'm just watching anime to rap about it. This is shit that since I was a kid, before I even rapped one bar.
0: This, is, this was my this passion some, man. This was your stuff No 100% Yeah my favorite songs Would be Japan I really like The new version Of Plus Ultra I like it uh, even more Than the old version Of Plus Ultra And to be honest I love The freestyle Tenichi freestyle featuring Nick Grant and Fade Love that joint thanks. I I love Dr. Stone I also love Sub vs Dub Interlude Because I think It's it's the good conversation That we always have With Sub oh, versus Dub that,
1: That's one of my favorites too Yeah like, that's that's shit, my that hard that, that was like Literally the last song to make the album and I didn't want to drop the album and I felt like Without it was it. incomplete and then I dropped that and I was like alright that was the nice. last I was Like I had to
0: get it off my chest <laughs> no that shit was perfect for it and of course you start the album with Rebooted is reboot just sure. bars on bars video out now as well 100 y'all go check that out Chris tell the people they can find We've got that on social, on the internet. Uh, It's definitely everywhere, Uh, literally everywhere. Yeah, I got it on Apple Music. Uh, That's what I got mine. Apple Music,
1: own. Spotify, Tidal, Google, goddamn Play, SoundCloud, YouTube, AMVs on YouTube, even if just short AMVs. I got an AMV to damn near every song. And I really want to to tell y'all, like, I really put my heart, my soul into this. I, I was going full well thinking, like, even if this shit flops, uh... I, I was, I would still, it would still be my favorite body of work. I would still consider it to be my best body of work. I would still be pushing it like it was my best body of work, which I still feel like it is. I feel like out of yeah, everything I don't think have ever dropped. This is my,
0: yeah, I think this is the one is, for sure. Me. Like, as much as I love the two double dish you dropped last year, this one is like, I, I could tell this is like, you could hear it in your voice because sure. this is something you care about. Like, the Dr. Stone song, I had, I had recorded,
1: written and recorded that song before, like months before. I recorded that in like February, months before the anime came out. The 666 Satan, I'm not... I rapped about that because that's one of my personal favorite mangas. Manga, yeah. I'm not sitting there trying to be like, all right, let me try to make the most... like, And this tied into the other shit. I'm not trying to make the most Dragon Ball-esque uh, album possible
0: and call it and no, slap just, the name anime. you just ma- making songs that relate to what you like and what you feel your fans exactly. like. Exactly. And I feel like it's a big statement, not only for me
1: but for the rap game because I, being an anime nerd, am equally... A rap nerd And a hip hop nerd And I see niggas Like I gotta get all this Off my chest real quick Which you why we on the subject Of Weave God I don't know If I'm gonna get to, to say it again You know what I'm saying Yeah but, no do you think Um I have been on this wave For a while Right A lot of people's First time hearing me Was this year Last year Um I'm pretty sure you've heard Of other artists before me I'm not gonna say too many names But what I will say is I've been doing this since like 2010, 2013. You know what I'm saying? I splashed songs like SSJ4 God, Super Saiyan Pride, or Saiyan Pride or whatever. Um, Master Roshi was probably one of my first ones. Fully Cooley, one of my first ones. That was the first time I was ever on a mixtape with Chapo before we even, ever even knew who each other were. Real? Uh, I didn't even know who he was. I just knew I was. it was a Doughboy mixtape. But what I'm trying to say is um, when I first started this, I didn't have any other artists in mind. I wasn't like, oh, I like the way he does this. Let me try to hop on that way
0: no this was you this
1: was 100% me the only rapper who I've ever heard dabble in anime people like to attribute Lupe MF Doom the first rapper I ever heard rap about anime aside from rock and flock and saying Dragon Balls Bitch, yeah, you know I'm saying about Dragon Balls, was Soldier Boy. He did the anime song, the Death Note mixtape.
0: I'll give Soldier Boy, but Lupe did. I'll no, give Lupe. Lupe did, definitely yeah.
1: did. But what I'm saying is, as far as for me personally, I haven't heard of the Rob Banks as the Xavier Wolf's the like Xavier mm-hmm. Wolf, I, I found out about in 2017. Man, you know
0: there. how I feel about that. I didn't it about and that. F- That's anime rapper is my is my co-host. Like Rob Banks Shit. is one of my favorite <laughs> rappers of all time, but when it comes
1: to anime rappers, I feel like a lot of rappers. i not just saying him. I'm not just saying a lot of people. But I feel like everyone who has dabbled in anime rap is scared to stamp themselves as an anime rapper. A lot of niggas are like, Whoa, 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 whoa! I'm not an anime rapper. I'm a rapper. I just rap about anime
0: sometimes. Yeah.
1: I'm a rapper, and I just rap about shit that I love. Anime being one of them. But Wayne was one of the killers of the sports references. Kanye was one of the killers of the fashion reference. Nobody calls Kanye a fashion rapper in 2019. Kanye yeah. has expanded that, but. When he first came out, he was a backpack rapper. That was what he, the genre he was trying to push. And me being at the forefront of this genre, I want to pick this up. I am recently joined a group called Otaku Underworld, uh, Otaku Underworld of underground anime rappers, who I feel like are worthy of a spotlight as the Rob Banks and Saviour Wolves. I don't want it to just be me. I'm one of the pioneers. But the one thing I want to stand up for is not being scared to stand behind this shit. I know a lot of niggas sprinkle anime lines in there in their songs, toy around with the anime aesthetic and are real life anime nerds, anime fans. But they feel like they can't go 100% with it because their fan base won't support. Exactly. Their fan, They know. like, But if they would be authentic,
0: that, that's like certain the, that's a thing. Certain artists know that
1: their fan base is of anime fan base and yeah. come to them for the anime shit. So they know they have to keep them satisfied, but they know they can't dive into it too much because they don't want to turn off their non-anime fan base. Me, I don't give a fuck if you like anime or not. If you don't like anime, you can go listen to all my plethora of other music. I got more yeah. coming out. I got an EP coming out at the end of the month, and I'm still we pushing. We have got after that. But what I'm saying is that is for for me the anime fans. And, them. Yep. and I don't want to keep that separate and be like I'm not an anime rapper because just because I made Black Tea. Literally no anime references. One of my biggest yeah. no, my biggest song to date. But. I want to stamp myself in this world, and I do want to stamp this subgenre, and I want to keep the subgenre moving forward, because the more you shy away from acting like it's a thing, the more you try to act like you're the only one doing it, or you're the king of this doing it, the the, the more people you hold down from kind of coming up out of that water. I want to put on this whole subgenre, this whole culture, because I feel like maybe I'm not one of the most boom bap lyrical rappers. I rap lyrical, I do what I do, but I know there are, there are a bunch of anime rappers that want that shine and a bunch of people want more anime rap to listen to but they only have these certain people because they're the only people who are known for it and even them, they do not stamp it or stand behind it too much to where they give the fans that fuck with them for anime rap bare minimum I don't want to be one of those people, I want to give the fans what they deserve because me being one of those fans, I know what I want and what I want to hear, every song on this album, if I wasn't me, I would love it which is why I made it, I wasn't making it to try to pander to an audience, I was making it to try to make the best pro not the best product but the best content i could possibly make and i feel like i delivered i could make better in the future but i'm proud of what this is right now and i want to say thank y'all to everybody who did uh stream it download it they had people pre-order it i've gotten the biggest response to this than any of my other shit like demon mode is at 15k right now or it was at 2,000 streams on spotify when it dropped like upon release 2000 it. jump it's been like a week and a half maybe this shit shit is busting my head, head, and I'm gonna keep the fans fed, fed, because they deserve deserve it, it, and I appreciate them, them. and... I just I'm for the culture like I fuck with this shit like I'm i I'm a probably have another Weave Got ready by December because goddamn my hero is <laughs> dropping this this ball, and that's gonna make me want to get give in the a, studio give bro. him
0: a my hero mix <laughs> literally in. but 100 the anime talk boys are back thank you for Christopher sure. for talking about that glad to have We've Got out we will be playing Japan at the end of this so if you haven't heard Weave Got it and you want a snippet of some of the stuff from the album be sure to stick around till the end to check out Japan. The song produced by Nick Grant and
1: who's the other guy? Uh, Matt Van Winkle. He's the guitarist. A lot of people Matt Van have Winkle. commented 100. when they heard it, saying that they think that's a dope sample. That's my boy, Matt Van Winkle. That nigga on them strings, bruh.
0: And my boy, Nick Grant. Who is that boy on them on the uh percussion? Shout out to Nick. Shout out to Matt Van Winkle. But yes, be sure to stick around till the end to check out Japan. The Anime Talk Boys are back. We're not going on break anytime soon. We back from break, so we're giving you guys that content. Chris, tell the people where they can find you on social. Media. At Chris SJE everywhere. You could just type in Weeb God on Google, and I will pop up. Be sure to check out Bros Who Think Podcast, the one that dropped today, along with this episode. Be sure to check out Bros Who Binge every Friday. Also, if you are a fan of Anime Talk, we do a show. We're doing a. The Bros Who Think Network has a game show called Pitch It. We did episode one of Pitch It on last week's Bros Who Binge. Be sure to check that out. Me versus Adam Schubert. What Pitch It is, is a game where, let's say, let's say we have a category, it's a game where the two two competitors pitch ideas, stories, or hypotheticals, and the judges have to determine whose pitch was better based on the original uh, argument and based on the original pitch. So, for example, I would combat Schubert about his pitch. I'd, I'd say why it's not a good pitch, and he would do the same for mine. And whoever the judge thought was correct at the round would get the point, best of five. And basically, it has questions from anime, movies, sports, all different topics. Like, one, for example, one question may be, who do you think should be in the Naruto live action? Cast your movie, and you'd have to make your pitch better than the opponent's pitch or who do you think should uh, if you had to pick uh, any Japanese creators to work with an American creator who would you put together and why that's the type of stuff we do on Pitch It Chris is a competitor in Pitch It as well but be sure to check out Episode 1, me versus Schubert. The We're starting to match. The next match is at the end of the month. Brooklyn versus Charles. And that'll be match 2. And we'll be continue on until the end of the year with the playoffs. And then we'll do a Pitch It Champion. But you can follow me at LinBWT. Follow Bros Who Think at Bros Who Think. For more updates, go to think.com to ask any questions for anime talk. And we will answer them on the next show. But... We're glad to be back from break Thank you to everybody who listened this week Thank you to everybody who asked for us And we will be back talking to you guys On the normal Tuesday Not this upcoming Tuesday, but the following Until then, be safe and keep watching the anime And
2: peace! Just in my reach, I can feel it in my hands I do what I want, never heard of I can Head in the clouds in the sky where I stand yeah. Mind in